Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Line of stone, nitty green, it's the line of stone. What's good, y'all? Yeah, oh, y'all, y'all, oh, y'all know about that? Yeah, oh, my bad. Oh, I, I, hey, man, I ain't know there was some... Like that, you know, with the music pod. Reverend Run in the house, you know what I'm saying? Reverend Run yeah. DMC's in the house. What's going on, Peachy? What's going on, Moe? Fair to God in the building. What's good? Can they? Can y'all hear? Before they answer the question, I need to know if y'all can hear me loud and clear out there on the air. If you can hear me, just give me the thumbs up, please, because right now we have some technical difficulties. We apologize the late start. Usually they late, and Peachy and I are the only ones on time, but this time, Fair oh, was... He going to start... <laughs> he going to start... Just, Dang. I mean, I mean, first of all, he the one with the technical difficulties. And he gonna send shots at us? I, I'm not sending shots at y'all. I'm just keeping it a buck. No cap, right? Let's keep it a buck. Usually, Moe's be creeping in after we start the show. Fear pulls up right as we do the intro. And PG and I be ready to go. That's right. how it normally is. Right. Wow. So, so, you know what, man? Aiden had, uh, my 12 year old had um, in house <laughs> suspension today, right? Oh, shoot. And, no. and it's because he told the teacher she's a damn lie. <laughs> Yo, fair, fair, so I you... was going to hit you with that, Breezy, but at this point, you you kind of telling the truth. Yo, fair took something I did this weekend and turned it into a meme. Yo, that shit was official. Cause... Oh, it's going down. What did I say? What did I... I forgot what I said, though. That joke was so funny. That was hilarious, yo. <laughs> I'm using that from now on. Uh, yes. you because you you yes. made the um I think you yes. made the, was it NFL Network I am yeah that was it exactly that was it that was it I said next time my girl calls me a hole I'm gonna send her this <laughs> yes. 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 yes 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 I am, I am. <laughs> oh man feels so good to be home man um. You guys have no idea, but I had a blast in Vegas, yo. I wish y'all were rocking with me, man. You we would have, we would have represented four squad, one hundred percent. We would have tore Vegas up, man. Y'all would have had to pull us out of there as a group. But I definitely held down the nitty gritty family. Uh, everybody out there that I got a chance to meet, I love y'all. It was so cool. Like it was just cool. It was everything was just too cool. Other than the weather. Other than the weather. Other than the weather. But before we talk a little bit more about that draft experience, uh, let's get through the formalities. And then I want to talk to y'all. Man, I, I miss y'all. I thought I ain't talked to y'all in two weeks. And it's been a week. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to break down this draft today. So I hope y'all ready because we got nine players to talk about. Plus all the latest in 49ers news. Right? Guys, like, comment, subscribe. Join the channel. You can click this button up on Peachy's side. I can't reach to her. It's going to go right above her head. It's going to be a little thing that's going to pop up. I'll tell you how you can become a member, but right now you can like, hit the thumbs button, hit that like button right now. You can comment on any show. Somebody will respond to you. Usually it's me because I love to talk and love to respond. So make sure you guys go ahead and comment. And don't forget, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, please subscribe to the channel. Shout out to all the patrons and the uh, Patreons on the Patreon account at www.patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. Don't forget to follow the crew itself at NGN Talk. You can see I took our handles off. I learned like not to put the handles on during the 
show kind of looks weird, but y'all know where y'all can find us. But here's the the handle for the for the group at NGN Talk. All right, and then we'll definitely make sure that everybody's personal stuff is in the description of the show. All right, follow and subscribe on Facebook as well at NGN Talk. Uh, and 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 am I missing anything? Uh, Twitch, you know, whatever it is, what it is. I tell you what, this show gonna be fast. Yeah, breezy. Yeah, but this show about to be fast as hell. Let me tell you why. There's no furnace. The junk just went out for some reason. And so it's cold as motherfucker. I feel like it's like 30 <laughs> degrees in the base. It's already cold in the basement. Already. Right, already. You know what you I'm saying? Yo, I do got them joints, but they all upstairs. True. So I'm like, yo, you know, and, and, and of course it happens the day I leave. So I can't bully nobody to come and fix it. So then they come to the house. You know, Tyler Heating Services, don't use them. They come to the house, right? <laughs> and then they try to give my wife to run around like she don't know what she's talking about. So then my wife oh, calls no. me, and then I had to I had to kind of get, you know, had to kind of get with the dude, mm-hmm. let, let him know, you know what I'm saying? And then, so he says he wanted to charge for expedited shipping for the part. First, he told my wife that the part was at the shop. He's going to go get it. Then they could fix it right now. Then he comes back and says, oh, they got to order it. So he was like, yo, if y'all expedite the shipping, it's going to cost you $150. And I'm like, on top of what I got to pay? He was like, yeah, but it'll be here. You know what I'm saying? And then you could get it fixed by the weekend, right? Now, we had heat at that point. Like, it was working. It would just go... And it just makes some crazy loud noises, but the heat was on and we had high water. So, you know, don't worry, we stay clean. We had that we just, marquee heater. Facts. And and for, for everybody out there that think, you know, I don't stay clean, listen, we black. We put that shit on the stove. We boil the water on the joint. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna give it a buck. That's that how here. we do it. We you know, get a rag, get some soap, scrubby, 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 scrubby. You gotta do what you gotta do, right? And so I'm just mad because my wife's been doing that since Wednesday. Today is Monday when we actually ordered the part and it was supposed to be delivered today. But of course, aha, it wasn't. And so now there's another day without heat in the breezy household. And so I'm a little bit pissed wait, off. Wait, wait, wait. When you paid for expedited shipping? No, 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 no. I didn't. And that's why I didn't want to pay for the expedited shipping because I asked them, I said, hey, is this part going to be here? Because I'm going to pay you $150. And if it's not here, y'all going to give me my money back? He was like, well, uh... I'll, I'm sure the company. No, I don't. I don't need you to be sure. I need you to get on the phone with the company and tell them they're gonna give me my money back if it's not here by Friday. Yeah, so decision I, I need to talk to the person that made the decisions. Like Fact. that, he called yeah, the company. He called the off, company. I got off tomorrow, so <laughs> if I got if I got to take a trip up to Connecticut, I, Yo, I, I, I'll, I'll be on the road. That's the night, Batman bro. knife. I got that joint, but my joint come out on that. both ends, and when you stick it, you twist it. But yo, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know about the sticky. They don't know about the sticky twist, bro. Nah, man, I'm Chuck Norris, 100. So listen, so like he, they were, so he called the company. So after I kind of let him know who I like, like what type of man I am over the telephone. Sometimes you just got to get the base of your voice. You got to get it. You got to let. You know what I'm saying? I don't really naturally have bass in my voice because I'm a more of a, a a contralto. You know what I'm saying? But then I had to go straight baritone on the dude and then he understood. And so he called the company. They was like, listen, the company said they'll go half. I was like, nah, because that's still $75. You're not guaranteeing the part going to be here and I'm still going to be mad. So you know what? He told my wife, he's like, listen, real talk, 
the machine is just going to make noise. It ain't going to blow up in the house and ain't going to do those things. It's just going to make the noise. Y'all can live with it till Monday. I was like, for $150, we could live with the sound till Monday. Soon as that, soon as that left, I'm thinking everything's straight. I'm on my way to the airport trying to get on the airplane. My wife calls me now. She don't call. She texts me. So she called me and said, babe, the machine just clucked out. I said, this mother. And so now I'm in on my way to Vegas. And then they was out without heat for since Wednesday. So shout out to my wife because she literally. So I don't know. I mean, you know, she have she mixed. Right. So part of her like I get. <laughs> She got blankets and shit hanging up, blocking the <laughs> like blocking the airways that come into the house. Why is it just cold in motherfucking May? What is going on here, yo? That's where the problem is. But she got the house. She been she been holding it down, you know. And Rome just chilling in the cold. Don't give a he don't care. He just playing with Legos. And here I am. I was fine. I got here, got off the airplane. It was like a, a, a weather shock. Got home, woke up with a cold. I'm like, that's because we ain't got no damn heat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. But it's good to be here. I just wanted to share that story. You know we transparent on this show, yo. You know how we Absolutely. do. Sometimes we cry, sometimes we laugh. But other than that. I mean, because they're our family. So they, we're they're, sharing with our thank family. Thank you, Peachy. Now, Peachy, I got to start with you because today's Monday. And it wouldn't be a dope show if you don't yeah. tell us if it was a manic Monday. So right. we'd love to hear what's going on with Peachy. Okay, so before I even get into that, I'm going to summarize the chat because the chat has been awesome and they've been asking a bunch of questions and giving us all props. Breezy, yes, Breezy was on TV, Mr. Famous, on <laughs> nah. NFL Network several times this weekend. He was holding it down in Vegas. Appreciate um, it. was really great. Mose and I was on... Nothing but Niners holding it down. Nitty gritty Niners on there. Yes, I were. On there, and um, we had a fabulous time on there. It was so much fun. Shout out and to Mike and the crew, man. Right. Shout out to it. Mike for having us on. We really appreciate that. But we're all family, so we just cut up and just acted stupid. <laughs> it was just really, really fun. Um. Everybody out there in the chat, thank you for hanging with us. What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on? People asked if Peachy was drinking something. Yup, sure am right here because I had a manic Monday because it's inventory Monday. And not only is it this inventory Monday, it is inventory Monday with a bunch of idiots. Yes, I said idiots. And I hope that they're actually watching this show <laughs> as a matter of fact. Because... <laughs> She I hope the not, idiots is watching the right, show because idiots know who the idiots are. I do not appreciate <laughs> having to do so much late and do all this stuff whenever I have a show live that I have to prepare for. So I am in my street garb and my 49ers cap. I got my cram and I'm ready to roll. <laughs> Yo, so what's going on, Peachy? <laughs> Please, Lord, dear God, when Peachy go to work tomorrow, please don't let her them have glue or tacks in her chair. So when she sit down, <laughs> y'all know y'all see y'all saw sister act too. You know what I'm saying? Please don't let them trick her, prank her, because they are watching. I know they are. But if they do, just hit up Mo's because he got the click clicker. Yeah, the flip flicker. You know what I'm saying? But That's but right. look, Kali in the in the chat. <laughs> Yo, if you read what he was saying, yo, he's like, yo, who was who was Peachy talking about on 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 Twitter? All right, so here's what goes down. So for all right, so on Twitter, 
for some reason, y'all, for some reason, like they come at me. I don't, I don't get it. Like I can literally say exactly the same thing someone else says, but I'm the one that gets attacked. I could put it out first, second, 55th, before it even come out, before I, Jesus can give me the wheel and I say it. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, I'm being attacked. And so I guess PG had She must have had it up to here because whoever it was, and it, and it was my dude too, so I couldn't understand. Like, it was the Debo situation, right? Now, mind you, I'm in the airport, bro. I just got off my first flight before I connected to come home. The first thing I'm seeing on the new ASPN is Debo still wants to be traded by Jeremy Fowler. There was no article. It was him. So I got a little time. I almost missed my flight too. Great. Boom. Put it out. Next thing you know. Oh, what's your source? I tagged tagged the motherfucker in the source. Hit him up. He said it. You know what I'm saying? And so Peachy was just like, wait a minute, y'all. What the beep, 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 beep is going on? Like, every time he says something, y'all got something to say. She, so she don't care who it is. If she, if you, you could be my cousin, you could be my uncle, you could be my mama. She probably would have came out and just said, yo, like, shit, like, what's good? Like, and so that's what that was, Kali. So you have to go and read the thread, man, so you could just see who it is. He, you, I thought he was my dude, but it is what it is, so. All the drama. Why we got drama, drama on the nitty gritty show? That, um, like I had said, the fact that I had to actually go find video proof. It was crazy. Of where Jeremy Fowler actually said that so that Breezy would be credible because apparently he's the only one to put it out there because he wasn't the only one to put it out there, by the way. I didn't get but, it. So he can be credible. We have to now have video proof. I ain't got no problem with that. But we and cut up the video proof and put it on there for all y'all that are trying to call my guy a liar. You don't mess with my people. Like it does not happen. I do not care. You can ask Mose because I was talking about this on nothing not. It's like I was not playing. Like you are not gonna mess with my people. There is no reason in the world why he would make up something like that or not have credible sources in order to put something out there. Like he's just some kind of chump on the street somewhere. And it really pissed me off really bad. And that was the light version because Twitter, you know, I don't want to get like kicked off of Twitter. But I had way more to say than that because I was enraged, like enraged. Go ahead, ahead, (laughs) Moe's. The way she did (laughs) That was funny. Even if Breezy did make it up, so what? That's what I don't get. That's what I can't figure out. Joe, it's, that's... It's, it's his platform. He's reporting right. on the Niners. I can't figure right. it out. If he wants if he wants to put a story out right. about the 49ers, he can put a story out about the 49ers. However, if you pay attention, because Breezy didn't start doing this yesterday. If y'all pay attention to Breezy's history... And all of the information that he's put out about the 49ers. When has it ever been BS? When it has ever when has it ever been fake? When has has it ever been a lie? And if it was a lie, it was a lie from the original source that it came from. Which is who I tagged in it. Which means somebody else 
who you would who you would deem to have more clout was lying or making stuff up for clickbait. So you you won't come at them because they supposedly have a name or because they work at ESPN or NFL Network. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got the balls to say something to Breezy? Yo, miss me with that, bro. It's it's cool, Cause, man. Cuz real cuz right. real talk, let's keep it hunt and I this ain't this ain't the tough pod. I'm nah. not trying to act like a tough guy. No, but we can let's, get keep it it, let's keep it. Let's keep it a hundred. Most of y'all that's on Twitter that will be coming that breezy. And I know y- that, that's not y'all in the chat. But if y'all watching, because I know y'all are, because y'all always pocket watching. That's Most right. of y'all that, that got something smart to say on Twitter, y'all wouldn't dare say it to not one of our faces. Facts. Peachy either. Because Peachy be the first one to drop you. Facts. And that's what I be waiting. Like, like this is why I plan on going to all the places I can go. Because I know I know 100% this won't be a conversation face-to-face. Of course not, no. And then the other thing that um, I was going to add to it is like I was telling Breezy today, as a matter of fact, um, people seem to have a problem because if it's something that they don't want to hear, I guess they thought that I everything was all cool fake, with the 49ers and Debo. Yeah. I think that it was because it, it was something that they – they didn't want to hear. They didn't want to believe was true. So instead of this just getting upset because Jeremy Fowler said it, thinking, oh, here you go causing problems within my organization, they're going to try to come at my boy Breezy. Y'all got me messed hey, up. Listen, and that's not Hey, happening. listen, we we the music pod. <laughs> so so y'all, y'all know where I'm going with this. I already know right. where you're going, bro. Smiling your face all the time. They want to take your place. Backstabbers. Backstabbers. Amen. Mm-hmm. Look, dude. All I'm saying is, look, it's cool. I, I, I gotta keep it kosher. If you understand what I'm saying, right. like I have no, I, I, I have to. So I just, I just look it's at it, that, read it. No, no, no. See, it's I, not that it's not that you have to. Okay, That's the person that you are, bro. Uh, right, right. Exactly. You keep right. it copacetic with everybody you meet. Right. I guarantee you, there's there's 500 people in Vegas that say, "Bro, I met Breezy for the first time." Exactly. He's the same. He's the same dude off camera as he is on yep. on camera. Sure. Absolutely. He's energetic. That's true. He's fun loving. Mm-hmm. He don't hate nobody. He yep. ain't talking shit about nobody. Mm-hmm. He do his thing. He love his Niners. He's all about love, family, Facts. spreading the love. That's who you are. So you don't have to keep it copacetic. That's just what you do. Right? Exactly. And we and we grown men, which we not going to do. You're not going to get itchy Twitter fingers and talk about me on, on, on some computer. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying to my face. <laughs> right, You're right. not going to make up stuff about me exactly. just on the internet. And I'm not going to say nothing exactly. to you about it. I'm going to confront you. Right. But that don't mean you ain't keeping it copacetic with people. Like, and that's right. who you are, bro. My yeah. Like somebody my said in the cat, is... chat. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Keep right. being who you gonna be. Exactly. That that's what I'm trying to say. That's why I also had to put an additional tweet because I am the bulldog in this mofo. All four of these guys or three of these gentlemen right here. I'm the bulldog. So if 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 you want some, then go ahead and come at me because I can take it. Because I'm ex-military and I'm used to being around nothing but dudes. Okay. In a platoon full of guys. So come at me crazy if you want. My mother was a military police the same way. She was she was around more men than women. And me being a sports fan since I was eight, that's pretty much all I kicked it with was guys. So therefore, um, go ahead and come at me. You got something crazy that you need to say and get off your chest. I'm the one. But you are not going to, I repeat, not going to attack Wayne Breezy when he's just doing his job. 
because that is where you are completely wrong. And I don't care who you are. I, I don't care if I talk to you on Twitter every single day. That turns whenever you come from mine. And all these guys up here, they're mine. So keep that in mind the next time that somebody's got something crazy to say. Facts. Yo, shout out to my man Daryl, man, from Hartford, bro. We got Hartford in the building, fair. You know what I'm saying? CT represent. Yo, I really wanted Travis Jones. I thought he was going to fall. And I was just like, yo, we could get Travis Jones in the 49ers, yo. That's a plug. Because you know he he went to cross, man. So (laughs) I was like, that's a, I mean, he might not like me because I went to Hill House and we whipped their ass all the time. But that's cool because, like, he ended up, you know, it is what it is. But that would have been dope. But um, congratulations, you know what I'm saying, to my boy Travis Jones and his family for celebrating. Oh, Harford is in the house house. That's what I'm talking about. What's good, Rich? What's good, Rich? Listen. Look, with that being said, Debo Samuel still wants to be traded. So I don't know how y'all feel about that. Like, at the end of the day, I don't know what to say because that's how he feels. And so, I, like, what? Look, this is my question, right? And I don't want to spend 30 minutes on Debo, but like, right. what did we do? Like, what did the did, so 49ers must have like stole his lunch money or something? They did something, bro. Said something, oh, gesture. Oh, here's, here's my thing. Okay, I just want to say this. I was listening to shout out to Haberman and Middlecoff because next shout out to Haberman and Middlecoff. Yeah, they keep it one hundred. Like, why 100. they not? We got to get them on the I show, know, guys. You guys need to just just Yo. come on here because we love you guys because you just always keep it real. You don't care what nobody thinks about what you say. You just say the truth. It okay. has to be something where. The 49ers have offered him something and he was not happy with the offer and he's over it. Breezy, it's like I was telling you, you know, and I'm not trying to like be like kind of like race oriented or political, but I'm just going to say this right now. Mm-hmm. As a black man, mm-hmm. it's just a little different when mm-hmm. they feel like that they're being treated sideways. Or low right? Yeah, yeah that, that's the correct term. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not even about the money. It's about respect. Mm-hmm. And maybe Debo felt like the 49ers disrespected him by mm-hmm. their offer and probably thought, you know, with, with them, you know, John Lynch saying, you know, hey, pretty much all about the 49ers and then the player mm-hmm. and we try to meet the middle or something like that. Maybe Debo's just looking at that as just being so disrespectful because he carried this team and um, he's like over it now. Like, maybe it don't matter what the 49ers offered him. Maybe he just wants to get off this team because maybe, as so the, I said, as a black man, he just feels like he got disrespected. And disrespected. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. I feel now like that, that it could just be that. I think that's a really dope take that I haven't heard yet. You guys heard that one? Like, like as far as, like, I, I mean, think about it. Like, you know, as black men, they they <laughs> – it's not like they're trying to give us the scraps, but they don't give us the very best neither. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't offer the very best. And so I'm wondering if that's something that Debo, what what else could it be though? Because money, you could you could fix that, right? Like that's, oh, you, oh, I, my bad. I, I offered you 16 million, my bad. I meant to say 26 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it could be fixed or adjusted with the money. So the disrespect is dope, but like, what else do y'all think it is, guys? Even in the chat, like, what do y'all think it is? It's, it's got to be something along with the disrespect. I'm di- I'm dying to know. I think, I mean, 
if it, if it's disrespect, I don't think it is disrespect in the form of what they offered him. Okay, because I th- I think he has to know that the team is going to find the cheapest way possible. Facts to make you even even when it comes to Nick Bosa, there's going to be a starting point, mm-hmm. but they're going to find a way to get it at the the lowest possible point. Like if they if they can if they have to pay Nick. $40 million a year versus $50 million a year. They're going to go with 40. They're not going to pick 50 right away. Yeah. They're going to try to find a way to save money, right? So I think I would think Debo would have to know and his agent would have to know or at least prepare him that there should be some type of negotiation. They're going to come in low first. They're going to see if we're desperate to get a deal done. We're not going to take the first offer. We'll counter with this and it'll just go back and forth until we hopefully find a number that you know everybody is comfortable with, right? So I think it was beyond it's beyond just what was offered. I feel like there was something that was said in conversation. That's my point. That, I that's feel like it. there was and how uh, it was said too most. What was said and how it was said. I feel like there was some ego that was displayed there. Definitely. Whether that be from Debo's end or from Kyle's end. I don't I feel like John and, and the agent are the the, the middlemen, right? Or maybe Good it point. was the agent. No, no, I think you're right. Debo and it was Kyle, but it was something said how it was said and it was very very ego driven um and i think that's what is what's pushing it over the top because like you said money can be fixed if they, mm-hmm. if they, if they said all right bro we'll give you the 30 million a year mm-hmm. or we'll we'll beat Tyreek Hill and we'll give you 31 million a year mm-hmm. why would he say no to that that's my point and so I, I see people asking like why are we speculating this is that and the third. we're not even speculating yeah. we're just asking a question mm-hmm. what caused if Debo really does want to go, like if he if he's really saying that, because I still haven't heard him say I heard him heard somebody report that said that he said that or whatever. I mean, just be, Debo being in Vegas, meeting with the fans that he wasn't obligated to do that. He wasn't. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have to pay him to see him. You know what I'm saying? It was all free. He was cool, chilling, smiling, giving high fives, piggyback rides. It doesn't seem Debo after seeing him in person it doesn't seem him to be that character that bad quote-unquote character guy that we're painting this picture for him to be that the media is trying to say oh Debo's this uh, this bad guy he 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 wants all this money I'm sure he does but he's not portraying that when he out he came out I don't know what the NFL paid him to do that but at the end of the day I didn't pay him a dollar you didn't pay him a dollar and that's what I'm trying to say and so he came out on his own just to kind of like hang out, take pictures. He didn't sign autographs, but he hung out, took pictures, talked. You know what I'm saying? Chatted it up. So it's weird. It's for me, it's weird. We're not gonna stay on it, but I just want to end with Symmetry's thing, unless fair, you got something you want to add to it. Uh Sim said it could be pretty uncomfortable sitting in those negotiating meetings. And this is something I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Hearing about all your flaws. You know, some players can handle it. Some players can't handle it. I'm going to keep it a buck. Sometimes hearing that constructive criticism, if it's said in the right way, you could be like, okay, I could work on that. But if it's said in a different way, you'd be like, who are you talking to? I'll save your ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially when, like, the people around you are telling you the exact opposite. The people oh, in your shoot. camp are telling you something yeah. completely different. And yeah. then you go sit down, and yeah. the first thing that come out of their mouth, they're like, yeah, 
Yeah, um, you get injured all the damn brain, time. Like your Debo, man, you're forty percent. You're forty percent of the team's usage. been healthy for one year. Yeah, right. Debo, you're forty percent of the team's usage, man. You need to get forty percent of that salary cap. Oh. And then you sit down and they like, yo, Debo, uh, you know this is the first year you actually played all the right, right, right. Now you're right, but I, I just. I'm not, we're not Debo. You're right. I'm not Debo. Yeah, Debo yeah. is Debo. But it's real. I, I still don't think he goes anywhere. And I still think they figure it out. That That's how I feel. I still think they figure it out. Why do I think that? Because there's time. We have passed the line of D-Narcage. Like, D-Narcage, like, it's gone. Like, there's that's no right. way you're trading Debo anywhere right now unless you're getting back a Jamar Chase. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nobody Wilson. doing that. No. Yeah, right. no one's doing that, PG, right? You know what right. I'm saying? And so exactly. that's the only way you would think about trading Debo Samuel at this point because you passed that line. Like, it's you were. Tra- and so let's talk about this last report from the line. Lions, right and so let and, that, and that's it we're done with Debo I promise we'll move on we'll talk about the rest of the news we got some birthdays we want to get to and all that good stuff happy birthday it's May so happy birthday to all the May birthdays and we'll come back in there so if your birthday's in May go ahead and put who like your birthday's in May give us a thumbs up if your birthday's in May we'll say happy birthday you got three of them in the house my daughter is on the 7th jeez my other daughter's on the 24th okay so that's that's a good gap that's a gap and then my grandmother is on the 27th and she'll be 90 this year. Oh, um, that's a beautiful, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, see, <laughs> but, but see, grandmas don't, grandmas don't, like my, my aunt told me, don't buy my grandmother another gift. Ain't nothing in this world she ain't had already. And so I just, she just wants time. Oh, no, but we're, we're having a, a big 90th celebration. You have to. Girl. You have oh, to. Look, and I want to see pictures. Show, you don't spill the beans if so. They not watching the show right now, right? All right, all right. No, she not watching. Okay, right. but she, she knows about it. It's not a it's not a surprise party. She knows oh, okay, about okay. it. Okay, yeah. All right, preacher, you was about to ask something. Oh no, I'm just gonna say I have a couple that are in May, but they're depressing, so we're not gonna get into that. But yeah, I do okay. have some in May though. Yo, Mother's Day is this Sunday. So happy Mother's Day, Peachy, to all the beautiful women out there, the beautiful mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day because we won't give you, we won't get to another episode till next Monday with the full crew. So just happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, the grandmothers, the grand grandmothers. You know what we're trying to say. So happy Mother's Day to y'all, man. Listen, enjoy that day. I do have a question about Mother's Day, yo. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can answer this, Peachy, because you're a mother. Why come? You got to make reservations at every restaurant. Even Red Lobster be packed. You know what I'm saying? But on Father's Day, you can get front row seats. <laughs> you go walk. You can walk into every restaurant and they just. What's the way? Oh, there's no way we can seat you immediately, sir. Because oh, isn't word. it isn't it where you know it's Father's Day, but isn't it like the fathers usually like cook out or something like that? No, we don't want to cook out. No, on the food. we want to go out to eat. We want res. We want restaurants. Right. I want but restaurants to be packed. That's what happens though? What 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 happens? Because my dad does it. Like on Father's Day, like that- he. We, we because peachy for over eight billion years of fatherhood we had to cook out even right. the caveman was cooking out you know what i'm saying right. you you didn't take captain caveman to like brontosaurus burger restaurant or something like that we, we had to cook out we had, we had to go kill the food yep. and cook it you know what i'm saying yeah. why we gotta cook wait wait wait, wait, wait. 
Why are we cooking on Father's Day? I mean, hold, hold up, hold up. What I'm saying is my dad, my dad cooks out and then he sits down and you know, like watches sports or whatever's going on at that particular yo, time. These joints, and yo. he's like, I cooked out, the food's in the kitchen, leave me alone. And then he just goes in his own, you know, like a man cave yeah. and by himself, nobody bothers him for the rest of the day. And okay. he's happy. I mean, maybe. But, me? I don't know why that is. I want to go to. I don't. I'm not a fancy guy. I don't. I don't care about fancynism. I just want all the shrimp I can eat, like shrimps. I'm in. Feel me? I'm in. That's it. That's oh. it. I want to be full. I want a full. I want to be full off a of shrimp. If it's three pounds, four pounds, I just want shrimp. I want hey, shrimp. We gonna, what we gonna do is it's okay. Father's Day. Okay. We gonna meet on Kimberly Ave at Kevin's. Okay. That, that that's cool. The Saturday before, let's do it. Right, because they close on Sundays. I got you, bro. You guys are straight. That works. I mean, because I mean, yeah, that's it. I, look, I ain't mean to bring that up, but I want to celebrate the mothers. And when we comes to June, that that Saturday, we gonna get celebrated. I could promise you that. I still wanted to know why Mother's Day comes so early this year. That's a weird, like the earth rotated tilted a different way or something. Because it's normally, <laughs> you know, like around the 14th, 15th time frame, 12th even, but. Yo, cats be cooking brisket. Yo, I'm in the wrong state. Yeah, go ahead. Can I just do one more? Uh-huh. All right. Also, how come we don't hear on Mother's Day? Uh-huh. Shout out to me. You know, I'm the dad and the mom. I'll be doing it all. It's the wrong podcast, yo. Make sure y'all tune in in the Nutso podcast, yo. <laughs> Happy birthday to Jordan Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. No moms don't go sign it, please. No, I'm, no, I'm not co-signing. I'm saying we can't say nothing like that. We better not. Most with that knife as at. Long, as long as mothers have been single mothers out here, stick and twist, most twist. There you oh, go. Man. My son, yeah. my son gives me a present on Father's Day because I I'm a mother and father, mom. and a lot of people have an issue with it. And I know that people are up in the air about that stuff. I don't got an issue with family. that. That's the way that we roll. That, I was listen, mom and that, daddy because that, daddy wasn't in the picture. Yeah, and I don't have an issue son, with that. He loved you. And if that's what he chooses to do for his mother. Ooh, that's what we right. Tell him not. That's right. I, I always get a Father's Day present every year. That's yeah, what's up. Should. I just think, okay. <laughs> we got, let's do we the got, contra- we, we got another month or two and we can talk about that. Yeah, we got contributions, so let's do that now. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we'll sing happy birthday to the May babies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with this first one right here. Bro, Montana in the building. Oh, I like this pick. This was a good pick. This was this was a pick. I didn't know who he was until after the pick. Then I got to do my research. Sometimes the 49ers, man. You know what? I, I'm going to tell y'all this after we read this contribution. Well, before we read this contribution, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it for the last time. And I need to practice what I preach, too. I'm going to say it, and I'm, then I'm going to start doing it. I'm only from now on scouting every player from the senior bowl fuck everything else <laughs> it's the senior bowl it's all the senior bowl bro like all these players on our team were from the mm-hmm. senior bowl bro like yep. I, I promise all right uh <laughs> Kalia davis supposedly was ra- uh, was rated second round before the injury remember he had an injured season mm-hmm. and quantrez knight looks like the new shark have you watched their tapes i've watched tape on Kalia davis and he's a monster yes. right he's more of what Oh my gosh, DJ. Never mind. He, he's nope. he's not DJ Jones, but man, yeah, 
Y'all know where I'm going with this. He's a bulldog. All right. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch Quantrez night. I did see Javi talking about him a little bit earlier, so I do plan to break that down throughout the week. What are your thoughts on these two players, Kalia Davis, Quantrez Knight? Quantrez Knight was an undrafted free agent, and Kalia Davis was actually, I think, the sixth-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he was drafted. That's all I, I remember. Don't have him in order in front of me, so I'll get that up for you guys. But what are your thoughts on this? Go ahead, Moses. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let the draft experts handle these. <laughs> um, Kalia Davis. I'm excited about. Now he had the torn ACL, which made him miss eight games in 2021. Um, so we probably won't see much of him this year. But actually, right before coming on here, um, if he's still in the chat, shout out to my cousin Sid. Uh, we just did a uh, a review of the 49ers draft. Uh, for Moses, knows that'll be coming out tomorrow. Um, and he likes Kalia Davis because he thinks Kalia Davis, Kalia Davis reminds him of DJ Jones a little bit. That that first step explosion. I just said that. Yep, yep, yep. I, I cut you off from saying it. No, great minds. <laughs> no, that's my point. Like, I yeah, saw the same crazy. thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's and, what my cousin said. And not to cut you off, Mose. There you go right there. DJ Jones didn't have the first quick first step in the beginning of his career. But yeah. Kalia Davis has that. Got, That's why I said what I said. First step explosion, man. What's going like, on, Cousin Sid? Uh, That's crazy, yo. Hey, That's listen, crazy. He, he, listen, he, he family too because you see his last name Brown. So yeah, we, I, I know we related. Peach, we got another cousin. I know. Hey. <laughs> uh, all over, yo. The Browns. All of the Browns is all over. The funny the thing is I'm related to the Blacks too. So go figure. <laughs> Oh, and, and the whites. I got a cousin named Oh White. my God. I don't got no yellows, no peaches, no blues. I thought it was a joke, but he probably being a. I did. I thought that he right was now. joking. Like, I'm dead serious. My, my cousin is Jawan Black, Nakia Black, Tariq is probably my cousin too. Tariq Black, he just don't know it yet because he's probably a baby. I'm telling you, because they were all related. And then I got oh the Browns. And then my cousins, Terrence White and the Whites. Look, bro, I, I have no reason to lie. This is no cap. Blacks, blacks and the Whites. This is a no cap episode. Hey, man, we all family under the eyes of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh Amen. Oh, Amen. Amen. Yeah, so uh, we may not see anything from him until next year. Um, but I think he can be a solid piece in the defense rotation. Um, and with, with Quantrez Knight, they're saying he might be the new show. I think he might be a better nickelback. My cousin also said this the same thing. He might be better than Sam Womack at that position. So he could be pushing. That's what Womack, I was hearing. Who was drafted mm -hmm. for that, that nickel spot. So That's I, what I, I was I'm hearing. excited to see what we did in this draft was we made positions of strength stronger and we brought in competition. We have mm -hmm. depth and competition. So it. it's, it's really going to be, best man wins at some of these spots and that can only make your team better so i'm excited nice. for that i like how you said that i i think at the end of the draft i think my tweet and and correct me if i'm wrong it says something like you know the 49ers are prepared to to win now but they're drafting for the future yeah. you know what i'm saying so don't expect a lot of these draft picks to give you immediate like success right off the bat right, right? but they're drafting for to build this dynasty like for the future they're drafting for they're building everything around trey lance i don't know if y'all seen it but they are sure. and, and so trey is about to be the like the membrane of this whole organization even on defense trey they're right. building around trey lance i know it sounds crazy Quantrez knight listen i like listen i i just finished spending the reason why i put everything the reason why i'm late and putting up the stuff late is because all i've been doing was watching 
film on on Womack. And then I ended up writing an article about it. So I got, then I had to eat. And so that's what happened. It's my fault. But I like Samuel Womack. I don't care what y'all say. I don't like him in the slot. So if you saying Quantrez Knight is going to beat him in the slot, that's fine. They asked him in his interview, will he play slot? That kid just won't be on the team, so he'll play whatever they ask him to play. I think he's a better outside guy than the slot guy, bro. And a lot of the film that I watched was him playing on the outside. His 2021 season was all outside. He had one game on the inside. And so that doesn't mean he can't do it, Because, but the competition, him, Lenore, they're going to try to convert to inside, y'all. Pay attention. He's an outside guy. The 49ers are drafting versatile pieces. They didn't, they didn't just draft the guy to be shark. They're drafting the guy that can be Shark, Verrett, and all of them combined. They're drafting versatile. So I like this pick. I like the Quantrez undrafted free agent. I like these signings because, like Mo says, you know, iron sharpeneth iron, man. That's what they're doing. Competition. This is going to be the best training camp ever, sure. ever, because it's all competition. They even drafted another quarterback, y'all. That's just like Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you what. We'll get to that. All right? We'll Yo, get it, to that. It's, it's a couple days after the draft, and we already at 90. I think we had 91 because we just signed somebody new today. Oh, we signed somebody. Oh, then we had 91. We we signed another defensive back. His name is Shahaman, Shaman, uh, Sh- sorry, Shaman Moore, uh, out of West Florida. I posted it a little while ago. Shaman Moore out of West Florida. So he brought in another DB, bro. So he must be trading Jimmy. All right. Um, so <laughs> we ain't touching that most. Nah, we ain't gonna touch that tonight. All right, all right, all right. So, now, nah, but just um, just to kind of go off of that, um, too, like it, it does seem like, you know, Lynch and them were plotting on folks that reminded them of players that have left in free agency. So it, it's dope to see, you know, Davis. It's dope to see Knight. I, I definitely saw those similarities in um, Shark from Knight as well, playing in the slot, and you can see that he does have some things that he needs to work on. Okay, uh, he's a, but at the same time, like. Man, to be able to get him as an undrafted and, and put him in a sp- position, like you just said, where we could maybe develop him a little bit on the practice squad and, mm-hmm. and you know, see him the following year, give him a redshirt year, that's that's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Real beautiful, man. And, and, and like, they're bringing in DBs. They, we asked the 49ers to strengthen the DB room, and it's probably now one of the deepest rooms. And unfortunately, not all of them are going to make it. So a guy like um, – th- th- according to the new rules – a guy like Verrett, I, I hate to say this, but Verrett, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? He always comes back from Jersey. Um, blank, DB. Dante Johnson? John, Dante Johnson, thank you. And yeah, Denard. No, go. Denard no, wait, 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 but hear me out, bro. They, he, they, they do, possibly. But guess what? Because of the new rules and the CBA and the veterans now, you could stash them three dudes on the practice squad. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's kind of something dope. I wouldn't stash Verrett on the practice squad um, because speaking of Verrett, y'all, one-year deal, man. Let's talk about it, man, because I, I I kept saying they better do something. You bring Verrett back to this squad, you got the best DB room in the league because when he healthy, ain't nobody stopping that guy. Yeah. Lock. Lockdown. Yeah. I'm Thoughts happy on for him. Yeah. yeah. Just just gotta stay healthy. Yeah. Just gotta stay healthy. Any thoughts on him? I wonder what the deal is gonna be. It's probably the vet minimum, that 2.3 to 
to the 2.7 with probably like a point one point something guarantee. I don't even know if they'll guarantee the million in the joint. It might be all performance based. It might be all incentive based for Verrett. But the fact that he signed it means something, right? Like he's he's right. grateful for another opportunity. And, you know, all you got to do, like, let me ask you this. Verrett on this team. Who, like, <laughs> is he the number one? Is no. he the number two? No. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk now. Now, now we're talking. Now we get down to the nitty gritty. He's not I, the number one or the number two is what you're saying. No. Okay. I I, I don't even think he's number three. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think you, I think you pay money to Ward. He's one. I think M- Manny Mosley is two. And right now, I think um, with the way he played at the end of last season, um, what's my young boy name? Thomas, Ambry Thomas is three. I think that I think that's one, two, three. I think while Verrett played with I I don't I don't want to speak for him, but I, I feel like this is one of those things where it's like mentally he's not done playing football. But how many times can your knees go through that? How many times can your, your lower extremities go through that? And you still be the same player. Um, I'm sure he's rehabbing and working his tail off, you know, to get back and be able to play. But I, I, I don't know what he has left, what he'll be able to give, and if he can hold up for 18 weeks plus playoffs. Um, so just with that, I got to go with the guys that are available, um, and you know that I, I can count on you know, somewhat staying healthy. Anything can change. But right now, I think it's it's Ward, Mosley, Thomas, one, two, three. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't mean to cut to laugh because you're, you're speaking knowledge. And I see we losing people because they don't see us. Is that what's right. going on out We're there in the chat? Um, yeah. I see us. Like, I'm looking at the live feed. And now people are saying so we back. Man, yeah, get this shit off the screen. <laughs> I, I don't even know what they they were seeing. Okay, it was it was like a what you call it thing. I think it said like executive something of the year or something. Yeah. <laughs> executive. I, what the heck is that? I don't even have that as a as a as a picture. It three. It was three white dudes. That's what Sam said. Oh, this picture right here. <laughs> oh Lord. They're about to crop us on their faces, <laughs> on their bodies. <laughs> I, I don't even know why that I was think still we're on. We're losing people because we weren't on there. It's, it's a possibility. Of that yeah, they, the numbers so, going back up. So now. we talking in the picture. Yeah, the numbers starting to go back up now. Yeah. That's funny, yo. Because I'm sitting here, nothing was clicked on. I'm looking dead at y'all. You know oh, what I mean? Wow, that yeah. that thing been up since we was it talking was up about Leah Davis. First started, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, so when you that's put why the, I asked, uh, my screen was froze. I'm going back when you put the. That's funny. Coming up from Bro Montana. <laughs> yeah. It's been up since then. Dang. Oh well. No, but the she crazy part about it is like the wrong show. <laughs> I saw I saw you I saw you click it and I saw it pop up, but then I saw it go away. Go away. I clicked so I it right off. I hit it accidentally, but apparently <laughs> I did hey, hit it man, accidentally. Restream, I was trying to go to the, 
Yeah, restream. It's 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 time to move back Bad. to stream yard, yo. I, I think it's time. That's just yeah, a sign. Um, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> new the new breezy moves and fierce super light skin show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> yo, we gotta get forty nine. We gotta get them on the show, yo. We gotta right. get them on this show. One hundred percent, yo. All right, well, everybody, come back because we're back on the screen now. Um, I don't know what the heck y'all was talking about. So, um. I just wanted to to say, do you guys think that, you know, because the 49ers do not have um, a first-round pick next year? <laughs> Kelly Collie is so and, wrong. And um, whatever else we gave up, I don't remember how that works, that that may have been, like, some of these players that we have this year, maybe that's what the 49ers are just trying to, you know, like, get ahead of the game because they don't have as many picks next year as they have this year. Yeah. So you're saying, what are you saying? She's saying, like, are some of these people red shirt because of our situation for draft capital next year? Next year. That's a good question. Um, well, I think the 49ers, they just had nine picks. So they they drafted all nine picks. You know and what I'm they saying? They used like, all of them. Yeah, they yep. used every last one of them. They and, and guess what? They got like nine picks next year, too. So, like, like you know, because you got to add in the comp compensatory picks. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And so they're going to have nine picks next year. That. So essentially, they don't have a first round pick, but they're going to have like another eight to nine picks. Yeah, and God good. forbid another coach get hired that's of the minority, they'll get another pick. So 49 is kind of. They kind of got the pick. history they, they that they pick. did that. No, like, they got that's insane that they used every single solitary pick Facts, and yo, did not move down or move up. That was they they got picks crazy. on deck like for a couple of years, and so mm -hmm. um to to your question though, I think that their mo though is to bring in players that fit that they feel are best for their system mm -hmm. and allow them to develop. Yeah, develop. The 49ers are at the stage now, PG, where they're in the developmental stage. Remember at the very beginning of their tenure, they couldn't develop a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't take the paint yeah. and mix it and do whatever. They couldn't. They just, mm -hmm. they just, they just didn't know how. So they tried to get the best players at certain positions, whether it was free agency or in the draft. And they failed in the draft a lot. Remember, we talked a lot about them failing. John Lynch drafted Solomon Thomas, traded back up for uh, Ruben Foster. Like it just didn't work. Uh, they did get two, wait what one two solid picks out of that draft, I believe. It's, no, it's one. Isn't George Kittle the only player left out of that 2017 draft? Or was Fred Warner the third round pick in that draft? I can't remember. I'm I'm a little bad with, with dates. But anyway. Was Warner and oh, Kittle was, in the same draft? draft? After, I think. I, was Warner and Kittle in the same draft? No. No, nah, because Kittle was fifth round. But then it was probably just Kittle then, yeah. So Warner came the year after Kittle. Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. Yep. Okay, yep. Yep. And then sure. Debo came in 2019, Debo and right. Bosa in 2019, a, mm -hmm. along with Dre Greenlaw, who's up for a contract extension. But we ain't having that discussion yet. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, and then 2020 was Ken Law, Ayuk, and then 2021 was uh, Trey Lance. That's not the person we care about. And then after that, like, <laughs> like no, now. we care about Mitchell. Okay, my bad. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, we do. Speaking of Elijah right. Mitchell, yo, I got I got beef with him because you got I wanted beef to be with E Mitch. Oh yeah, and he know it, but you know what? It wasn't his fault. But I'm putting him on blast anyway because that's what I do. So, like, <laughs> like I was like, gritty. yeah, I, I was like, dude, yo, can can you sign my son's T-shirt? Now, my son was Terrence's son, and Terrence's son is a huge fan. Now, he was about to sign the damn shirt, and his agent came in and cocked. All the way blocked. I'm like, yo, yeah, she cock blocked, yo. She stepped up into the joint. It was like, nah, son. And I was like, don't touch me. 
You don't know me. And then out, out of respect for my brother, John, I ain't making a scene. So I was like, cool, no problem. No, we just going to keep it moving. You know that had been the Wayne Breezy joint. So they was only, <laughs> they was only allowed story. to sign the, the pictures? He was only allowed to sign the pictures per his agent. Fred Warner was the same way. Fred Warner said, F my agent. Mm. That's the difference between the two. That's the <laughs> But it is what it is. Mitchell's new, still learning the ropes of the game. Fred it Warner got you. His- you don't work for them. Yeah, Fred Fred, right. Fred Fred got his contract too. So like at the end of the day, like you know, his agent trying to get Mitchell the contract. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. I, it's all love, it's all respect. Shout out to John for hosting the show. It was, it was really dope. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. He was a cool dude. I tell you what about Elijah Mitchell, Cat Swole. So that means he done gained some weight. Yeah, I saw muscle. that picture. He yeah. was kind of up there a little bit. He was like, I ain't missing five games ever again. And now he won't have to because let's talk about these draft picks. Let's talk about them, right? Let's talk about it. Okay. All right, let's talk about the uh, the second pick in the draft. We went edge. I saw Terrence says, um, you know, shout out because I told him I said, Terrence, we're going edge with sixty one though. He's like, nah, we shouldn't do that. I was like, no, 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 we should. If the edge is there, you get the edge. You want to make sure that your pass rush is in sync and ready to go. Like for years to come, you got to pay right. Nick Bosa. Guess what? Even though he's not a first round pick, Drake Jackson, you know, you still get him for three years before he turn up. And you got to have these Debo Samuel negotiations. So, like, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Drake Jackson? Um, how do you guys feel about that pick? I know who like, yeah, like just just talk about it. Um, and Peachy, we'll get the contributions ready. Let's let mm-hmm. Mose and Fear have a little conversation and we'll go sure, through the contributions. Absolutely. Yeah, let's let the let's let let's let the big boys down there have the okay. conversation. I mean, I mean yeah. yo, I'm, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, man, it just feels like a great compliment, right? You gotta you gotta play him straight up and the fact that this young boy is coming in so hungry, he he's he sounds like he's more excited to learn from Bosa than he was from all the coaches that he ever had in his life. Like, he just wants to go and sit and be around Bosa and soak in as much as he can. And I just feel like that's going to be a great, great recipe for success, man. Because everybody says how Bosa not only teaches, like, the other linemen, but he tells, like, his offensive linemen, like, this is what I do and this is what you got to look out for. So imagine putting that on to somebody – like this young boy coming out of USC, like it's gonna get crazy once Caseric puts his hands on him, once he's around Bosa, once he got to go against Trent every day. Like it, uh, I'm excited, yeah, he, man. I'm excited. He's gonna get whipped into shape real oh, quick, sure bro. He sure real is. quick. Go ahead, Mose. Listen, I, I maybe it's just because you know, it's maybe a little bit of revisionist history. Maybe it's just because he wore number 99, but like. I feel like he's he's giving me what I saw in Alden Smith. Mm. When we drafted Alden Smith, he's giving me that same vibe. And now, like, you, fair, what you said was spot on. For him saying, like, yo, I hope Nick Bosa is excited to meet me as I am to meet him. Like, he is the first person that when I get to that building, I want to meet. I want to shake his hand. Bro, yes. To me, that's that's like he is going to be a sponge. I feel like the way he was talking, he might he might get on Bosa's nerves because he's gonna be like, "Teach me some more." Hey, Mister. Hey, more. Mister. <laughs> right. Just 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 tugging at his right. pant leg, like, Mister Bosa. What can we learn today? Like, it's like my son, Dad. 
Can we go out in the back and shoot some hoops? Can we can we go play basketball again? I, I want to work on this book. Son, relax. I'm tired. No, no, we gotta go. Like I, I'm still trying to get better. Like he might get on Bosa's nerves, but I love that. I love the energy. I love the hunger. I love the passion. He's gonna soak all of that up from his teammate. But then what he's gonna get from Koseric? And then if this line is healthy, we know Bosa commands double and triple teams, right? But if Eric Armstead is going off in the middle, which is his new home, if Kinlaw is healthy and is going off, Drake going to see a lot of one-on-ones. And there's a lot of one-on-ones that he can win. And if he start winning them one-on-ones and teams, I was I was just talking about this earlier tonight. If he start winning them one-on-ones repetitively and consistently, now Teams can't go to the line of scrimmage saying, oh, we're just going to double Nick Bosa, and that's it. Now, it's already going to get confusing for the center or the quarterback, whoever's making those line calls, because now you really have to look at the defensive scheme, and you're going to have to pick and choose which side you're going to double. Maybe sometimes you double Nick Bosa's side, but maybe Drake Jackson is kicking your ass that day, and you're like, you know what? We're going to double on this side. So if he can start winning consistently – and start open that stuff up. Now we get Bosa with more one on ones, or if they got to keep a tight end and a running back in the chip, so they only have two or three receivers out in the route. That helps yeah. our secondary. That allows Ken Law and Eric Armstead to eat up the middle. I know people are like, "Yo, why did we go past or should we got so much depth?" It's good to have depth. It's good to have a rotation. It's good to keep fresh legs. We don't have depth that has the talent. Mm-hmm. of this kid mm-hmm. we don't so now he comes in and, and just infuse more life into what's already a good pass rushing group and y'all know I, I love drake jackson from the beginning he's been one of my top edge guys from the beginning breezy know it yep. y'all yeah. know it been talking about when it. they when they said drake jackson at 61 i went crazy i'm excited mm-hmm. about that pick that's a great, it was a great pick. I got the text. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a great pick, man. It was something that I felt like the 49ers needed to do. I remember writing a piece um, on like just giving Bosa help and they addressed it in, in, um, in, in the off season with, with uh, free agents, right? They brought in key pieces and I said they needed to draft someone. Um, I wanted Nick Benito. I th- he was there. He was available. But then John Lynch told us why he drafted Drake Jackson. And when he said what he said, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I, I wanted the speed guy. That's all he do, though. That's all Benito going to do. D Ford, speed. You want opposite of, you know what I'm saying? What John Lynch draft was not a third down specialist. He drafted a four down guy, like a guy that could play all four downs, on the edge because he got that motor baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's, and he, he said, I, I, I could have went for the, the home run guy, the, the, the guy that hits home, but I went for the disrupting guy, the guy that's going to disrupt the pass, like going to disrupt it every single time. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, John, that's why you get paid to GM. That's why I get paid to talk shit. Like, that's it. That's what it is. Like, and so John got it right. I don't care what anybody says as raw as Drake Jackson is. He won't be raw for long. No, he he won't. He not not under Chris Kosarek. 
and you not and you all. want that. You want him to be a little bit raw because he can be he's moldable. Not moldable. He's not coming in thinking that he knows everything. <laughs> He's moldable. The fact that he, the fact that he wants to get under Nick Bosa's wing, that mm -hmm. tells me everything I need to know about this kid. I'm not coming in thinking I'm a hot shot. I'm not coming in thinking that I know it all, bro. This dude, Nick Bosa, he is a gremlin, and guess what? I'm trying to be gremlin number two. Facts. Facts. So my whole my whole thing, um, I just wanted to add to it was, um, you guys remember that cartoon with Spike? Yes. Had the hey, little, Spike. Hey, Spike. The Come on, dog. Spike. Hey, Spike. <laughs> Can we go here, Spike? Spike. Of. You're talking about the two dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wait, I was you gonna Peach, Peachy. I was gonna say the same exact <laughs> thing, dog, and I forgot. That's what he acted like, like he was just like a kid, like oh my god. I'm so it, I think I it was a Looney Tunes cartoon. It's a Chihuahua and a Bulldog. Spike's yeah. the Bulldog. The Chihuahua's like, come on, Spike. What are we doing today, Spike? Hey, Spike. Hey, Spike. Here's the thing, though. He Nick Bosa. Like yo, Nick Bosa <laughs> gonna be like, boy, if you don't get the <laughs> like, just just watch. I think I'm I, telling I, you, he's gonna want it. He's gonna want to smack him back, just like yeah. Um, just um, like Spike, Spike. yeah. Just Nick, Nick what, what I'm gonna, my suggestion, my, because uh, I'm, we're gonna reach out to Drake and his camp. We're gonna try to get him on the show. We're gonna try Absolutely. to get all the rookies on the show, right? Yeah. And so, uh, my suggestion to Drake is, listen, if Nick Bosa don't talk to you, just, just watch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think Nick Bosa has the personality to speak to anybody. I don't even like the way he talk. Like he just weird. You know what I'm saying? If he talks to you though. You special, cause like you got something, bro. Cause Nick is exactly. weird. Nick is weird, but you know who made Nick Bosa good? Besides his, his daddy, brother and his daddy. Besides, <laughs> besides the brother and the daddy, you know what made Nick Bosa good? You know who chiseled Nick Bosa and, and started molding him? It wasn't Chris Corsarek? It was that mother freaking Trent Williams. That's why we had to sign Trent. We had to resign Trent. You had to resign Trent. I think Nick Bosa is better because of Trent Williams. If Joe oh, Staley sure. was still here, I think Bosa would have beat Staley daily. Nope. Not not trying to disrespect Joe. That's my that's our uncle. I'm just saying, Trent different. You know what I'm saying? Trent strong, Bosa strong. Like that, that's why Bosa is that great. Imagine how Drake Jackson is going to be. We don't need to see Trent against Bosa anymore in practice. Nope. Get this young, get this young whippersnapper out there, man. Uh, Miss Debbie got the contribution. Shout out to the contributors. My bad for not foghorning you. Still my bad. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miss Debbie, for a super chat. I love y'all so much, fam. We love you too, sis. You know that. One hundred, Miss Debbie. I got I got a pen for you for your hat. I got I got I got a draft day pen for your hat, Miss Deb. It's coming. Oh, nice. From Wayne Crystal Mosin Fair. Blessings to y'all. Blessings to you too, sweetheart. We appreciate that. We yes, get yes. these chats where they think we're just ignoring them or something. Oh, Denise, yeah. and this might be the first time that you have super chatted. This is the first time Denise been talking shit to me since <laughs> I've been like, but I thought you was my sister, yo. Like, what well, like she don't give a f Denise See? don't care. Yeah, yeah. Denise. Something wrong with y'all women, yo, because you heard my sister. Yeah, for one hundred percent. No filter, no nothing. Y'all can care less. Y'all just come <laughs> out and say it the way it should be said. That's and I'd be like, well, I can't talk to her dogs. back. I can't talk both, to her like that. Um, so pitbulls, <laughs> We're good on that. Can y'all be different I'm type of dogs? Cause <laughs> that's kind of scary. I can't, you know, we gotta make Denise part of the team. If I can have two pit bulls on this team, we Gucci. <laughs> I'll be a I'll be a Chihuahua. I'll just bark. <laughs> <laughs> 
because how how it works is like when I put something on Twitter and she sees it, mm-hmm. that she comes in and brings that reinforced pit bull behind me. Mm-hmm. That's what I can't have y'all on the oh, same okay. show. We lose all our viewers. Dream work. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, they 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 the two pit bulls and uh. I'm the Rottweiler from New Jack City. That's what I'm talking about. Before I make change. They don't know nothing Absolutely. about New Jack City. They too, they too young he for said, that. He said, um, I would say something to Grant. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think you're talking about what if, yeah. We know. Mm-hmm. We know. I didn't I shout out to Grant. I didn't get a chance to meet Grant. Grant was like incognito in Vegas. He must was he was there. I don't think I, he was in Vegas. Oh, so I don't, so maybe he didn't show up. Yeah, what did they do? That he, he was even there on, because on, uh, I don't every time he had like every time he announced the Niners pick, he was at he was at Levi's. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't all, think he went. Were all the reporters at Levi's except for maybe Matt Mayoko? Because didn't Matt interview John and Kyle? Yeah. So so okay so maybe Matt wasn't maybe Matt was there and everybody else wasn't. But there were some beat right. There were some people. There that that you know, like there were some people there. What's good, Brandy? And the Thank place Brandy. to be. She Thank gets the fog one. Super chat. Absolutely. And then we have a super chat from Sid Brown. Thank you. Cousin Sid. Yes. That talent can make up a top 10 D a championship D as the secondary starts to eat. Love y'all fam. We love you too, man. Thank I, thank you guys all for your contributions. I gotta give him the fog horn because that was a touchdown right there. So if you guys haven't understood, oh, the drops aren't working, so they're not hearing the foghorn. That's right. the system. So the system is not working. My bad if the drops aren't working. Got I do agree issues. with that. This defense was already spectacular. I feel like that all we did was just get better. And Marketing Pro, I have not forgot about you, man. Uh-oh, what we, happened? The 49ers are not rebuilding shit. That is not what we're like. We are not rebuilding anything. We are retooling what we already have. We already have what we need. We just made it better. Just like the Golden State Warriors strength in numbers. That's mm. what we're after. We're after numbers. We just are trying to get more depth at some spots so we can make sure everybody's all good. But it wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers didn't wind up with the number one defense in the NFL because they like if we can get this secondary on point, mm-hmm. man. You preaching today. Every, yes, every, it's be everything ugly. that D'Amico Ryans did in year one. Yes. Him have him having an, an another season, another year. season under his belt. Yes. Getting more tools, more weapons to use. Absolutely. And can you imagine if we going we just going ham on a team and they have so much trouble dealing with Drake Jackson and Nick Bosa and Armstead and Kinlaw? That then we got Hurst and Kevin Givens and Carrie Hyder and Kamiko Tarate. Like those guys eating. That we got Hyder back. I forgot all about that. Y'all so beat up and worn down from trying to stop our first line of defense. That's it. That y'all can't do nothing with our second and third string guys. That's it. Coming in off the bench late in the third quarter with fresh legs eating. That's it. And and, And that's what we're going for. If, if we can play solid defense, uh-huh. limit what teams are able to do, put yes. pressure on the quarterback, and get the ball back, again, how do you help a young quarterback? Running game and defense. Defense. Uh-huh. And that's what that, that was the game plan, Mose. Like, you could see it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You could see that that was the game plan. Listen, we're going to bulk up the D. 
the main reason why we broke up, the main reason why they, they're feeling in the death uh, is partly because of what Moses is saying. I believe the majority of it is that. But I really think a big piece of that, let's say 60% is what Moses is saying. Here's the other 40%. Damn, how we lose the Super Bowl? Oh, we ran out of gas on defense. How did we lose the NFC Championship? <sighs> Bosa was huffing and puffing on the other yeah. side. Like, like you, you just have to have depth. Like quality depth too, not just depth. You can't just throw regular pieces out there. I, listen, let me tell you what my expectations are because I think a lot of these guys make the team. Okay, my expectations are this: Samson Ebukam, contract year, he's gonna have a season. Charles Minahu, contract year, he's gonna have a season. And look what the 49ers are doing. They got these guys, and they're gonna be rotating, so they can't have like the astronomical seasons that they would have to go get one of those top tier defensive edge rush contracts. Right. Well, Micromanaging players. That shit is so wrong. But hey, if we win, we win. I guarantee you, they get a chip and some money. It's all that that's all that matters. Then he brought in a bunch of one-year players, right? Teray, mm-hmm. you got uh Hyder back. These are one-year guys that can give you depth and at rotation. So I think between the the defensive end and the secondary is what they're gonna focus on. I don't think we're going to see a lot of these wide receivers. I think they're going to focus on like the top five, maybe, maybe I would say six and then kind of work their way around those six. Cause they got some, they got some speed. We didn't even get to the, uh, to the, the, the next two picks, like when price Davis price and then, and then Danny gray, like the fan favorite, you know what I'm saying? Because like they got speed, they, they got their fastest wide receiver now. And so mm-hmm. now, so now, Let's go to tight. Let's call it. Let's go. Let's go to Davis Price, man. Let's go to Davis Price. Can y'all still hear my voice out there? Because that's all that matters. Could care less about the soundboard. Soundboard is not working because the mixer is not working. All right, let's go to pick number ninety three, Davis Price. All right, look. When I when we first drafted him, I just shook my head because I ain't understand it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Why would I lie about it? But that doesn't mean I didn't like it. I just didn't understand it because I'm like, yo, if we're going to draft a running back, we could have got him, 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 and him, and him. And so I had to start to decipher this pick. What are your thoughts on pick 93, Ty Davis Price? He was a camp visit. He did come and visit. He was one of the 30s, but none of us mocked him in a draft, and I'm trying to figure out why we overlooked this kid. My thoughts were um, confusion. Ball of confusion. I was, yeah, I was. I didn't know what was going on. And you know what? Early on, it was more like, man, we have, we have these needs that need to be met, and you get so anxious early on in the draft, especially when you don't have a first round pick and your team don't make any moves to like move up and do anything. We just were sitting, so it's like, all right, cool, we coming up. I bet you we go O line here. I bet you we go O line here. We got a running back. Yo, we could have got. Could have got Luke mad Fortner. people available, bro. Don't make me go down the list. Okay, I'm not gonna my, do that. Okay, my fault. No, we do that. We do it every year. I know. It's okay. I know. We do it after, right? We do it yeah. after. We do it but after at the every time, year. And I was like, "What's going on? Like, do they know something that we don't know?" Yo, look who we passed on. Here's a couple. Since you don't want to do uh, it, I'm gonna put that's them. Why I didn't y'all, y'all in the chat, tell me we, who we passed on, y'all. Nick Moses Cross was there about it when it happened, bro. We I, were like, "Yo, Nick Cross is still available." I want to say Jalen Petra was still there too. No, he was gone. He was gone by ninety by ninety three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I could be wrong. I just know there was players there, like players there, because some players got drafted early. Like, um, what's the wide receiver I wanted more than anything? 
fast guy. Tyquan Thornton got picked mad early. Yeah, he went in the second round of the Patriots. <laughs> so like, I didn't, I didn't think that was gonna happen. Peter, no, none of us did. I think Cook went before um before him as well. Wow, James Cook. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Petrie went and he went uh uh fifth overall in the second round. So okay, so he got he yeah, went he, he went, went a lot of early. Went to the Texans at thirty seven. Gotcha. So who who was right before us? Who was the yeah. five players that went before us? Since you're looking at it, James Cook went at sixty three. Yeah, in the second round, and then in the third round. Yeah, just focus on them third round picks because I just want to know who was still on the board. Who was still on the board when we picked? Yeah. Okay, so uh, like who went after, after us? Uh, Carolina, Cincinnati, Indianapolis. Detroit and Washington. So Matt Corral, Zachary Carter, we didn't need those Nick guys. Cross. That's who we should have. That's another person. Ryan Robinson. That's and so I thought the if they so if they were gonna go bruising back, I thought it was Brian Robinson. Right. Uh David Bell, wide receiver from Purdue, still here, was still oh. there. Majai Sanders, Edge from Cincinnati, Jeremy Ruckert, tight end from Ohio State. From Ohio State. Channing yep. Tindall from Georgia. From Georgia was still on the board. Wow. Uh, Leo Chanal from Wisconsin, uh, guard Logan Bruss from Wisconsin, and then we went Danny Gray at 105. All right. So, all right. All right. Listen, the, the pick wasn't the expected pick. I First of all, I'm going to keep it a book. I didn't think we were going to draft the running back to fifth or sixth round. So yeah. that that was my shocking thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That That's what it was for me. I, I think I was more shocked. We drafted a running back in the third round. Like, really? That's what we do? Again. The only thing for me is again <laughs> the trade servant, right? Right. When I when I, t- when I take a step back and look at it, right, that's where at, we're going at, with this. At one point, mm-hmm. all of our backs missed time. Facts. Every single one of our backs mm-hmm. missed time. Kyle Five spoke about it. Mm-hmm. All of them. Every mm-hmm. single one of them missed time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think at some point. For a guy like Kyle in his type of offense, when the run game is so, 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 so paramount, I think you sometimes you have to keep going through the turnstile mm-hmm. until you find some level of consistency, right? Respect. Understood. Um, 100%. Absolutely, absolutely. We can make fifth, sixth, seventh round undrafted free agents work. We can do that. Mm-hmm. But I also think you want to look for talent and the people that you feel can also thrive in your system. We also have to look at what type of influence or input Anthony Lynn had on this pick as well. Exactly. And I trust his eye with running backs. I really do. Just like we trusted Bob, we trust Bobby Turner. Exactly. Exactly. And so yeah, I think like Mose, I think this is an Anthony Lynn mm-hmm. pick. This has him written all over it. You yeah. get what I'm saying? And, Anthony and, Lynn. And the, fact, and the fact that we took him in the third round means that Kyle not only trusts him as well, but he agrees mm-hmm. and they see the same thing. And so yeah. let's so talk about Anthony those same things. Kyle can see the same thing. That means they're on the same vision. Right. So Absolutely. let's talk let's talk about those things because like you said, you had to take a step back, right? So immediately after I put shaking my head, of course people commented on it, like, why are you shaking your head? Because I ain't expect that. I can't shake my head. That's that's what started this weekend. 
thing with yes, peachy. Exactly. Damn, yeah, I can't shake my head now. Damn, I gotta like everything that we do, can't right? Do nothing. Dog. I can't do anything. Okay, I, like I got we just it. Just picking and picking and picking. You it's can't like you're rub picking your eyes. Okay, I got exactly. you. We back to where we started. I got right. you, but no. So, <laughs> um, but like you said, after you, in hindsight, when you step back, right? You know, you come back. The first thing that I looked up, like, because I'm alive on the show, so the first thing that I'm I'm starting to look up, and I'm like, oh, it's great pass protector. You know what I'm saying? He's probably second to like what Frank Gore was in blocking for the quarterback. Who's our quarterback? Trey Lance. Right. And so I'm like, oh, this is dope. He's going to add extra protection. Then I started to look at his size. Then I started to say, what did he run in the 40? He was a 448. Brian Robinson ran a 455. Some of these guys, the bigger guys, were a little bit slower. Yeah, we could have got a 434 guy like my man Ty Chandler, who I wanted. That was the guy that I thought we would take who ended up going shortly after. Price, Davis Price. He ended up going shortly after Davis Price. So at least I knew I had a right grade on Ty Chandler. Mm -hmm. And so um, when they drafted him, I was a little bit shocked. And then I started doing my research real quick. And I'm like, oh, snap. The 49ers drafted their most durable back that they've ever had. Listen to my words. Say it again. They drafted the most durable back that they've ever had one more time for the people in the back they drafted the most durable back that they've ever had and so Kyle Shanahan's now going to get a guy that can get the ball on the goal line no more quarterback sneaky sneakies you ain't got to worry about your quarterback Mm -hmm. getting a concussion right you know what I'm saying not only on the goal line how about in the red zone because this dude can run 20 yard touchdowns and they don't have to put your quarterback out there to be doing all that banging up and doing all that crazy stuff because now you have him who can brand it at the goal line. Did you guys notice one thing? Okay, when you were listening to Kyle after the, the I believe it was like after day two. Yeah, because that's when we picked um, day two. And he was, they asked him something about, I guess he was talking about like the pigs and stuff and how they went about trying to figure out what pigs. And he had said that there's so many basically of his disciples that are running around this league that have the same ideas. Same philosophies. <laughs> That's how it works though, Peachy. Yeah. Philosophies. We've been, Peachy, it's we've like been. A blessing and a curse. Curse. It's a blessing because you get credit for having all these guys out there, but then it's a curse yeah. when it comes to draft because they all draft it and think same, the same type way of guys. And they're higher than you, so they take your picks that you mm-hmm. that you originally right. wanted to take. Facts. So then you have to come up and you have to regroup and you have to figure out something else. But it was hilarious because Kyle's like, damn. Like he's probably thinking, damn. I mean, <laughs> because yeah. all of my guys are out there, you know, running around all over the league. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's ideas. that's how it works. Exactly. Like I've been watching football for at least thirty plus years, right? And I'm saying to myself, "Dang, like who, who, uh, didn't Bill Belichick come underneath Bill Parcells, and then yeah. he took he what did. Bill Parcells did with the Giants? And don't act like y'all ain't know he coached the Giants because yeah. because Belichick was defensive coordinator. That's why Joe Montana hurt. I'm just gonna put that out there. If y'all don't remember how Joe Montana got hurt, go ask Bill Belichick. Now I hate. Now I know why 49er fans hate Bill Belichick. It's yeah. it's deeper than what we think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so." Like, but, but, but that's all from under that parcel tree. And then parcel yeah. got it from somebody. It's so dope. The way it's the trees work. Like, yes. All over the league. But the fact that Kyle said that it was so hilarious. Cause Kyle's like, yo, some of these decisions were just made because we had to go wait on our draft board because mm-hmm. all my guys picking before me, taking my 
my, you know, philosophies, my ideas and picking the players that the 49ers were trying to pick. Yeah. Yeah. I see people saying that um, he was fifth in pass protection. Fifth out of how many running backs? Because there's a whole bunch of them. Because yeah. if he was fifth out of 400 running backs, that's gosh darn good, that's in my really opinion. Fifth out of 100. If he was fifth out of 50, like... <laughs> Right, right, right. He's top five in pass protecting. You have to draft that. Not saying that you were saying it to make a, 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 you know, a smuck out of it. I just wanted to say that I didn't even know he was fifth. I just know from what I watched and all the running backs I was scouting, he was the best. Like at pass protection, so I might have not scouted four other ones, but that cat was the best. Oh, hella long, Kali, hella long, hella long, bro. All over the league, yes. The Dang, goal. I mentioned Joe Montana's injury, and then Johnny just put Pepper Johnson up there. Yo. But I'm just saying that was a, that was Belichick's defense, man. That's that's what Belichick is known for, top yeah. five in the nation. That's crazy. God dang, yo. But, yo, you got to look at the, the, the upside you're going to get with him. And I think number one is durability. And so it's like the fact that you have this guy and the one person we're not talking about that we talked about a little bit earlier in the show is Debo Samuel. Debo used to have to run up the middle. He used to have to run 11 and 12 dives. Yeah. Debo, that, that motherfucker say, yo. I'm not playing wide back. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care how much he felt after he was after the season, he was going to the Pro Bowl. He, I, like, he was probably still high off of Oxycontin. When he came down off that, he realized, you know, what happened was the money happened. That's, that's why it always comes down to the money and the offer was just like, huh, you want me to do that and still do this? Nah, son. Like, and that and that's kind of what it, what it came down to. But maybe Kyle Shanahan is saying, listen, I'm going to get some pieces so you ain't got to do this no more. And then we can offer you still less money. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, Kyle think he's smart, man. Kyle is smart ass, man. I tell you, man, them egos get you, they get you, we get you. Hey, oh, it yeah. is what and it Kyle is. probably has the biggest ego in the league. For oh, like, hands like, down. Know. Hands down, yo. Hands down. And, and it's funny. Let's talk about that third, that, that our third pick, right? Danny Gray. I think this is like the fan favorite overall. Like a lot of people love Drake Jackson, but they love Danny Gray. Yep. Why? Why do y'all love Danny Gray? I I love him because he's a dog. Dog. He's a dog. And 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 not that we don't have it in the receiver room. Debo is a dog in a certain way, but like Danny Gray is one of those dogs where like you love it when he's on your team. Mm-hmm. You I know, know why. You I can tell you why. You, you know, you know, you might have to fight for him and with him when he's on your team, but you love it when he's on your team. You hate it when he's on the other team, right? Because you know that you might have to fight this dude, right? You know that he's going to say Literally. something. He that's what there he it is. I just going. See, most tells a story. Yeah, you know, but that's crazy. You know what, most you're a great up. storyteller, bro, because you set that up. I was I was ready to get to the climax before you got there. You you set it up perfectly. You was like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he will fight. Like, listen, he will say something to you, and that's why I like him because he talks it and then he backs it up. And then he backs it up, and then 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 when he when he catch a, a ten yard out, hit that jab step Ugh. on that outside foot. Ugh. You see what Yosef put inside, mm-hmm. and then take it sixty yards to the crib mm-hmm. after he was just jawing at you saying. You're slow. Mm-hmm. You're trash. Mm-hmm. You can't stop me. You won't be able to catch me. Then he do that to you. Mm-hmm. 
Then he back on the line, the next offensive series. Oh, you out here again? Oh, you must want some more. Let me give you some more. He, he, he's got that dog in him. And I, I feel like we need a little bit more of that in our receiver room. We need that bravado. We need that, like, yo, we not soft over here. We not mm-hmm. suck. This is this is sucker free zone over here. Word. He gives me, and and don't take this the wrong way. He gives me the Des Bryant kind of dog. You know what I'm saying? But better, like in my opinion, like better skills. He's faster. Uh, he's got great hands. He makes contested catches. Like Danny, he has that size. What is he? Six one, six two. Like he has a nice size and a nice frame. Great footwork. Uh, he said that Croc said he had trouble creating separation, and it's a possibility in some games. Some obviously some DBs get all up in his grill. But I tell you what. If that DB don't get up oh, in his wow. grill, and well, I'm not even going to read what you just wrote. If DB don't get up in his grill and he get past you, all Trey got to do is float the ball up there in that air. What you done seen? No. What what I say? Climax? No, you, you, no, you didn't say nothing. You okay. good. Okay, good. That's the first time. Hey, family, check out Danny Gray's high school tape. He played running back. Imagine how Kyle is about to utilize him. Yo, that's, that's what, that's what yeah. jumped off for me, like – Bro, this dude, once he gets the ball in his hands, he converts to a running back, mm-hmm. which is yes. very resembles someone who don't want to be a wide back anymore, right? Well, I mean, like, yeah. To answer your question, yeah. But if we're but, not going to pay this dude to do that, then I'm not mad at Debo for not wanting to be that wide back. Because at the end of the day, now, especially now, it sucks, though, because it's like, damn, dude, you got one more year in your contract. But that's this. that's his point. His right. point is... Yo, I got one year left, and if I happen to twist my ankle going up the middle like you want me to, I'm hit. And so that's why that's the that's the issue. That's the issue. I liked Mike Wallace, but AJ Jenkins, you can't put that Mickey Ficky name in no sense. Yeah, he I'm, does have Mike Wallace speed though. No, Mike Wallace was what four three. Oh yeah, he was awesome. four three four oh, three yeah. guy. Mike Wallace was nice. Four three guy. Yeah. I thought that. Um, whenever he was traded during the draft, mm-hmm. I thought the 49ers might have been Me too. I remember that. Me it. too. I remember that. Like Mike Wallace was with the Steelers and then the Dolphins. Where did he go after that? I loved Mike Wallace. He went to uh I know Steelers and Dolphins. He was he, he was drafted as a Steeler. I think he became a Dolphin. I think that's where he was traded or a free agent or something. All I know is he was still burning he was, defenses. He, um he was traded during the draft. I do remember that. I do remember that he was definitely traded during the draft mm-hmm. um, that year. <laughs> and I was crossing my fingers that it was the 49ers because I love Mike Wallace so much. Um, actually, Pittsburgh, Miami, then um, Minnesota, Baltimore, and Philly. Oh, he played for mad wow. teams. Dang. That's how it be when you're a wide receiver and cats don't want to pay that top dollar. You kind of. You kind of go get in where it fit in. And sometimes you find the right home. Like Stefan Diggs found that home and they they paying him the bag for his third time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes he it was, works. He was traded to Minnesota. He was traded from, to that that's from, from Miami. That's gotcha. where he was traded to during the draft. And I was crossing my fingers it was the 49ers because I lived the hell out of me so much. I just wanted the speed, man. That's like, it. Hi. I just wanted the speed. Like I don't care if if Danny Gray y'all can't run routes. I could care less if he can't create separation, but I know he can run past somebody that's that's single covering him. I got, right. That I know. Ain't no DBs that we play mm-hmm. running 4-3 speed. Like, just 
Trey, drop back, close your eyes, throw that shit as far as you can go, then you just go get it. One time is all it takes, y'all. Is one connection. One connection chains up the whole way the defense is going to have to play for the rest mm-hmm. of the game. Just once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't think for one second Kyle Shanahan ain't 10 steps ahead of everybody. Plus, he gets a versatile guy that can do some of the things that Debo can't do. Plus, he also brought in other guys that could do some of the things that Debo can do. And plus, he got still, he still got Debo. Yeah. End of the day, we still got him. So this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting. All right. So those are our top three picks. Let's get into the meat and potatoes, man. Let's go to, to round four. Right? All right, we get this guy. What's going on, Uncle Salty? Speaking of Uncle Salty, this my dude right here. But I tell you. He found me. He took care of me. We was in Vegas. Uncle Salty got me on camera singing. Uh, my man Davis Cole, uh, Davis Cole is an entertainer. He's a diehard 49er fan, but he's a he's a, a, a Las Vegas entertainer. Like he literally does what I do here, but he does it in Vegas, right? So he was performing that night. He was at the draft party, and he was like, yo, I'm going to be performing at uh, the Vagabond and the Luxor. I can't remember where it was. I'm just going to say it was the Luxor. It's the only one I remember. I was like, all right, I'm going to come through. He's like, yo, come through. You can sing. It's like, got there, chilling. Uncle Salty, me and Uncle Salty was there. Just we And first of all, Uncle Salty, you, you got to be like 55, right? I, I, I'm not trying to tell your age. This motherfucker walked from the... from he just walked he, he had my fat ass walking 10 miles like like literally we walked from like Bally's where the draft experience was like further away from where Bellagio which I saw on TV was further down so which I saw on Sunday was where everything was happening so we walked from there all the way back up to like where we were staying, which had to be like five or six miles, Joe. I know I'd be exaggerating, but that's what it was. And he was just as cool and collected and calm and and fun. And so, Uncle Salty, that's my uncle for life, man. Shout out to oh, you, man. It, it, it was it was that's it was great. good meeting you, man. It was really cool meeting you. Uncle Salty was down there getting his autographs. Nice. It's like, dude, how you get around, bro? Like, how you get around? It was cool. Get out. Shout out to Uncle Salty, though. Um, we got a super chat contribution. Let's go ahead and read that. Sean in the place to be. The foghorn darn work. So honk. Kyle looked like he was drinking 151 with his coffee. John Lynch cracks me up. Like when Kyle's catching plays on the plane or tell us your favorite draft call, you can see him trying to conjure the lie. <laughs> Yo, does do, do people do that? Do people put 151 in their coffee? Is that a thing? I'm just curious because I might try. I have before. It's Yo, first of great. all, 151 is 74 percent proof alcohol, yeah. right? Like, amazing. <sighs> that just burn. That it, give you that it, give your chest hair as a perm. Your your whole entire life to have that <laughs> breezy. Huh? Your IG that you had earlier. Oh my God, that was so fantastic with that the one dude that, that was on there with you. Yo. Oh, my boy George. <laughs> no pun intended. God. I forgot yeah. it was oh, it was my man, man George, my best friend. Yo. He had me we got it. We gotta get him on this show. We don't play the Cowboys, but he's just a football dude. We gotta have he's him come on here. He still needs to be on here. Yo, but, he like, like he was, had <laughs> us cracking the freak. Up like the whole like he oh just God, he just so came awesome. on there and just was like he's not even a comedian. He just was funny. <laughs> you know, he talks he talked trash about the cowboys. 
And then, like, oh, he, he didn't want no smoke with the 49er fans, but he was generating smoke. Let me tell y'all why we hate the Cowboys, other than the, the normal fact that we hate the Cowboys. Yeah. Just in case y'all wasn't on the IG live. See, y'all got to yo, listen, follow me on IG because yeah. I probably go live every day, like between mm-hmm. 2, 3, 4 p.m. I'm like, it's on there talking to y'all, right? Yeah. But listen, I this is what I said. And it just hit me. It just hit me, y'all. I, like a thunderbolt struck down from heaven and was like, this is why you don't like the Cowboys. And I was like, okay, why? Why, God? Because they're the reason why Jimmy G's still on this team. I said, motherfucker. That's right. They injured Jimmy. That's right. They injured him. They yes. they they injured Jimmy, yo. They broke Jimmy. They popped his shoulder cap. And now we stuck with a quarterback that's going to get $27.5 million if he plays. And we can't trade him until he clears and passes the physical. Yeah. I want right. y'all to hate everything about John, the Cowboys. Actually, what he said today on KMBR, <laughs> what is that that he said? Um, something about not only being surprised, but something that he had said. I can't quote him on it though. Something along the lines it. of them, like them already having almost like progress on a trade for him, right? Until that happened. Let me see if I can find this. Oh, you talking about the Jimmy really, G trade, right? Oh, to yeah, take the, he, he said yo, basically they had they had an yeah, option. This is important. Yo, they they did. Yo, did we read Sean's extra contribution? Oh no, no. I'll read that. You go ahead and look for that. I got okay. you. Uh, okay. We had a week. Uh, we had a week. A week reception core, receiving core until Anquan came. One hundred percent. AJ sucked. We've had three good receivers without Gray. He changes the dynamic. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Legit speed. Legit. And 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 I know speed isn't everything, but it's something. It's something. Mm-hmm. And I think I tweeted out, oh my gosh, not just by this signing, by some of these defenders, even the guy that y'all, you know, you say might get beat out, my man Samuel Womack. We'll get to him in a second. He's a 439 guy. So sub 4-4. Mm-hmm. So these guys got speed, man. We got faster. We definitely got faster, yeah. yo. It seems we use the Kyle Lynch spread buckshot draft method at the O-line <laughs> position. They was just all over the place, man. They was they was getting – they was grabbing players. Because we, we about to get to this next pick, which was but about to Kyle, say. Kyle literally, like, explained to you, though, why. Because it looks like that – because I was watching, like, the way that things were going in the draft. And I think I said this on Nothing But Niners, like, <laughs> on rounds two and three. I said, wow, it seems like these these – these teams are like reading the 49ers mind. Cause I bet you that that was the player that they were going to take. And then Kyle comes out and he says, I have, you know, I have all these people that are spread all around this league that had that know my philosophy and they know that whatever, and they're, they're picking in front of us and they're, you know, so then you have to go back and you have to check stuff out. So um, I found um, this. So it says John Lynch on Garoppolo on KNBR. I felt we were close in some discussions and then the decision was made to have surgery and it brought things to a screeching halt. Mm. We either want to have Jimmy playing for us, which we're all right with, or we want him to get his volume. Now who said that Kyle Lynch Lynch said that. that. Got you on KNBR. He basically said, so basically the way I took it as they had something in place. And then when he told them that he was having, that he had that surgery, 
like everything just changed. Like it completely like changed and they couldn't, you know, proceed like they wanted to. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. You could tell it was written all over Lynch's face Absolutely. when, when yep. that surgery was announced. And then they actually talked to Lynch. It was like written all over his face. He was just like, like, what the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> like he just hit me <laughs> from every angle, like, bam, like he we didn't see that like coming. Blindsided the 49ers. Like they, they did not expect him to do that. But that's and why I, when I had put out the tweets about, Jimmy Garoppolo gave that last F you to the yep. 49ers for drafting the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> he finally got his payback. Yeah. Because they probably had something awesome in place and it all got nixed once he had that. They were talking about that. Um, it was on NFL Network. They were talking about it uh, during the draft and they said his stock went from here mm-hmm. all the way down here and it won't be back up until after he can pass a physical and after he's out there throwing again. So crazy. Uh, UDFA FTW on YouTube says that I gamble in Vegas. Uh, nope. And that's probably why they didn't give me free refills. They made me pay for my refills. The motherfuckers. <laughs> I, I give told them a you, penny. all you have to do is stand in front of a slot machine and they'll bring you free. I didn't get that memo, yo. I did not. I did not get that memo. Cause like I'm like, yo, you gonna charge me for uh 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 you know something to drink? What I'm saying, like, I mean all you have to do is act like you're playing slots and they will bring hey, you hey, all the refills you want. You know what Nan said? That dollar that bought the bottle could have struck the lotto. <laughs> could have started the lotto. Listen, bro. Come on, man. Look, I I freaking, like, I, first of all, I walked everywhere, okay? So I can show y'all. I got blisters on my feet. I felt like a slave. Like, I done walked the whole Underground Railroad, yo. Like, yo, my feet were, like, literally, I had to buy new socks. You know what I'm saying? Oh and then I was God. like, the, it's so, we got something's got to give here, yo. I'm just going to start taking a cab or Ubering. <laughs> so then I'm spending $30 a pop. I'm like, I can't do this shit no more. Neither way. That's $30 to go down the street because they blocked off the boulevard. So you had to go around everything. And so the cab people was like, yep, come on, get in this cab. Y'all, come on. They started to join at $350. i am like, oh, I'm only going right there. That shit ended up being like $29. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. I can't, can't do the cab no more, man. So I literally walked and then I found the tram, but the tram took you to like two or three hotels. And then I, I forgot, the, I got off at the wrong spot a couple of times. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't remember this. I don't remember this place. Oh, well, I guess I got to walk. <laughs> you know, but shout out to the M&M store. Y'all stayed open 24 hours. They got an M&M store. They got a Hershey store. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the, oh, yo. Oh, my gosh. They got a food court, right? And this, let me let me show you this, y'all. This, this, in the food court, it had Popeye's. It had, um, it had uh, like, you know, Subway. It had some taco joint. And as I was walking to Popeye's, that's all I was like, I'm gonna get what I know. You know what I'm saying? I passed by this spot, right? And the name of the spot was called Hold on, <laughs> hold on I gotta get the pictures, yo, so I can show y'all because y'all gonna think I'm lying. Which which phone did I use? So as I was passing Popeyes, I saw this spot, right? And I'm like, yo, that spot look like legit. I'm so I'm a sucker for baked potatoes. So it was a baked potato spot. Yeah, I'm a sucker for baked potatoes. It could have just been a baked potato with sour oh, cream, no. cheese, and some bacon. Mm. And I was gonna get matter of fact, they had that potato and I, I ordered it and they was like, That's what you want? I was like, Yeah. He was like, You sure you don't want to try one of these joints? They made this buttermilk fried chicken tender baked potato, bro. Now, Moe's. 
This was something that you probably appreciated because the the buttermilk chicken was cooked to perfection, bro. It wasn't no Popeyes with them extra crispy hard. It was like, but I mean, and the chicken tenders were real. They weren't like the fake Popeye chicken when you bite in it. It's just like, it's not meat. You know what I'm saying? It was like real chicken. The seasoning was perfect. And the reason, and, and the one thing they did for me was they were closed and I was hungry. I just come from one of John's, I came from the first draft party. I was starving. And so the name of the place is called Rockin' Potato. And their potatoes are specialized by rock stars. So the potato that I got was called the Chuck Berry, right? Being that Chuck Berry from the South, they cooked up this Southern fried chicken joint. I'm going to see if y'all can see this joint. It's got the chicken tenders coming out of the potato with like, with like smothered gravy, mm-hmm. sausage gravy, bro. Oh, that looks so So I get to the hotel room. I'm like, yo, I ain't going to eat this shit. I ain't going to be able to eat this whole thing. 30 seconds later, yo, that joint was gone. The only thing left was the skin of the potato. You know what I mean? It was good, y'all. It was worth wow. the walk, man. Where it is at? It's called, it's, it's on Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard. It's on Las Vegas Boulevard. That's it's awesome. like a food court right after you pass that Target. And then right before the Eminem. So it's Target, food court, Eminem. Nice. Target, food court, Eminem. You go up, you go up the escalator, and then it's the food court, like some joint at the mall. And then you just can pick what you want. It's called Rocket Potato. He was like, yo, we knew. Could you post this on Instagram? We we knew here. The original one was from California, but there was one right here. I'm telling you, yo, all I had was the Chuck Berry. They had a brisket potato. Like, with... Oh, wow. That was good. That's going really good. So if y'all ever want to just meet in Vegas, we, we could hit the penny slots and go to the potato place. Well, we have like, we have um, a game in Vegas this year. I'm sure that it'll be a 49er road yo. trip. I'm not going to say potatoes on me because them shit's expensive. But listen, if we go to Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. So let me tell y'all now. I just Yo. don't want y'all quoting me. Right. I don't want y'all showing me none of these videos back. Breezy was taking us. Oh, my Lord. It's called Rockin' Potato, yo. Rockin', like rock and roll. Rockin' Potato. Instead of rock and roll, rockin' Potato, yo. Oh, my gosh. And I think Mariah Mariah is going to treat me when I get there. She already told me. I ain't say, I mean, I I, I could do four potatoes. You know what I'm saying? I could do the four. (laughs) You know what I mean? But there's like 154 people in here. I can't do 154 potatoes. Now, maybe you'll hook us up. And we say, if you hook us up, I got y'all. You know, one potato. Some kind of group. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. I tell you what, yo. First 20 people, mm-hmm. if we go to Vegas, the first 20 people that we meet up you. with us, the potatoes on us. Yes. Or on me. I got it. The potato, yo, they was that good. Y'all gonna get the regular the, the cheddar and bacon sour cream potato. Y'all not getting none of the extra. No, you getting the, you gonna get the sour cream cheddar chive, <laughs> the Wendy's like potato. Potato. <laughs> oh hey, man! Something oh, extra. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I can't stand y'all, yo. Oh man, I really can't. But um, let's get to these rest of the picks so we could go okay. home, yo. Uh, go ahead, you got the contribution. Go ahead, you got it. Can I super chat, um, Romelia Sports Report? We need to hook up pretty soon because we need to start discussing this when the when the um the schedule is released next month. So we need to get together. Someone get yes. my boy Breezy on your show, and he's gonna represent the 49ers for you. 
We're going to hook that up. Props Breezy, Nitty Gritty Niners, Love USC, Drake, J-Pick. Yep. To Appreciate me, that was it, man. I, I, I want to know without him contributing ever, anymore, I want to know how he feels about his draft. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to know how he feels about the Rams draft. So you want to put it in the chat. We would love to know. And then we could do a special show. We could break it down. I want to do an NFC West recap show so we can get people from the NFC West. That's it. Mm -hmm. We could get them on a show on a special night. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the schedule release is in 10 days. Today is the 2nd of May. Thank you, Troy. Yeah. Listen, look. People Dutch like I never Dutch. I promise you. Matter of fact, Dutch, I will yo DM me. I'll give you the address, my brother. And if I'm wrong, I'll send you the money for the potato. Cause I'm telling you, it was that good. Like I can buy, and then tell him Breezy sent you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they hook you up. Cause he hooked me up. He gave me a soup. Soup was ridiculous. Just like yo, I was like, all right. But no, nah, seriously. Um, potato reimbursements. No, but I'm saying like I'm just saying if he don't like it, quality. It was that good. Yep. Matter of fact, maybe they'll sponsor us. Maybe we'll get an endorsement. Maybe. No, hey, we could get some rocket. For, maybe they could do like we all do music, so they yeah. could do a nitty gritty potato where that shit just got everything on it. That's what. Right. Hey, that works for me. I'm, everybody, I'm good on that. Everybody pick a fixing, and it's the and then they put a potato. Yo, t- yo, don't tell me this because I'll get on it. I, I'll I'll get to the DMs. I'll get in your DMs. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so, Spencer Burford. Let's talk about him, man. Spencer Burford. Uh, now, now he's been interviewed a lot. Pick one thirty four. CG Rufus had him on his show. Other people had him on his show. And this kid out of UTSA, I believe that's the name of the school. He was a pick for the 49ers. Like whoever handles the trenches, talk about him, man, because he looks like a dog. Yeah, I, I, that was a, another thing. I, I think that was a theme of this draft. If you look at, you know, all of our picks, they just have some level of dog in them like and i think you know we've already built and kind of established what the culture is with this team um so now i think we're just continuing to add to that now um i think burford is going to be a a developmental lineman he's still still young if you look at him kid's got a baby face like he's still young (laughs) he He does growing he's still learning uh but everything is there i mean the he got will, the size, the fortitude, yeah. the mentality. Mm-hmm. Like you just see him bullying dudes on the offensive line, just throwing them around like rag dolls. Uh, so yeah, I, I I love his intensity. I love his his aggressiveness, his attitude. Um, he, he's just got that fight in him, um, and that's one of the things that I love for offensive line. Like I I want to be able to say that our offensive line is that we're building a bully on that offensive line. And I, and I think this, this young man, you know, has the potential uh, to be a bully on this offensive line for us. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't know I was going to do that. Mose, do me a favor. Is, um, is our, your, your, our cousin still watching the show? Cousin Sid? If so, can you send him this invite? Cause I want him to talk about Kalia Davis on the show <clears throat> when we get to him. All right. We're not going to be here much longer. We got like 14 minutes. All right, uh, the next pick, Samuel Womack, who wants to take this kid. This is the – we spoke about him a little bit. I, yeah, I could, did. Yeah, you want to take it or you, I could take it real quick? I mean, yeah, I just – go will, ahead because right, yep, I talked about him earlier. Samuel Womack, kid out of Toledo. Now the 49ers actually, fun fact, they have two DBs out of Toledo on their roster. One got drafted to Green Bay, and now you got this kid, Samuel Womack, uh, who's drafted out of Toledo too. Look, um, 
I, I like the kid. I think he has really good speed. Uh, like I said, he's an outside inside guy. I think when you're going to convert a guy to the inside, you want them to play, be really well on the outside. That means they play outside coverage really well. But he has the speed and the size to play inside. And I think that's what they're going to convert him to be. I think he would be, be a better inside uh, slot corner, nickel corner or what, uh, than converting Diamador Lenore, who to me is just better on the outside. He just has to learn his nuances of the game and things like that. And I think he gets it better. But remember, they drafted two dogs last year, too, Mo. So I think they're going dog, dog, dog all around. It's going to be a doggy dog world in San Francisco. But Samuel Womack provides, like, that ability. He's not a big playmaker. I think he only had, like, two interceptions for 58 yards last season. You're not going to get it. But here is the kicker, no pun intended, for this kid. You ready? 15 pass breakups. F an interception. You're not catching the ball on this cat. Like he's going to, he he has the recovering speed to catch up, right? Then he had he was what is he, he's 5'10, 187 pounds. Shark was 5'9, 185, baby. So this kid has the speed. Now I don't expect him to be a lockdown corner as a nickel. That's not what nickel cornerbacks do. They play in space, they run in on angles. He has to be a short tackler. And my friends, that's my only concern. He's not like the best tackler. That's why I don't know if he's going to pan out to be the slot because one thing the Shark did was you could catch the ball, but he's, right, he's going to be right there, dog. You know what I'm saying? What happened with Shark is when they started lining their best wide receivers up in the slot, Devontae Adams, like those guys, Shark get a move put on him. He don't have the recovering speed to catch up, and he's a little bit toasted. I think this kid has the speed to catch up to guys like that. Not saying he can stop them, but he breaks up passes. So that's what I like about Samuel Womack. All right? Pick 187. I don't even know how to say his name, but I know he's a dog because I watch his film. The J is silent. Thank you, bro. See? Mo's knows, right? Nick No, no, no. Because we – it's not me. Uh – on the live stream with we was trying mm-hmm. to figure out how it was pronounced <laughs> at, at first at first we thought it was an i attached to it to it so uh-huh. we was calling them zakel g and i was like well maybe the j is silent so i was like maybe it's a kelly and you don't pronounce it. we was going back and forth and then he might just turn the tv up and we was just listening in and then when they pronounced it zakel it was like, all right, well, the J is silent. There's it no is. I. All right. Nick Zagel. Well, you still knew because I didn't know. And you just taught me something. So you took the knowledge that you learned that day and you taught it to your boy. You know what I mean? So Zaykel. Look, anybody want to talk about him real quick? Because all I get from him is bu- like bully, like yeah. like I'm like guard vibes. So I'm talking rhino bully vibes. I'm talking Alex Bone vibes. That's what I'm getting from this kid. Anything else? I think that's spot on, man. They They – you know, do more so have him inside. And mm-hmm. from the footage that I've seen, he just be bullying folks, like like yeah. mollywhopping folks. And this could be a, an, a, an attest to what they plan to do with a guy like Jalen Moore. Are you going to convert him into a, a better swing tackle and allow him to develop? Do you want to keep him at his natural position, which is right guard? Because you just brought in, you just drafted this kid that can play right guard. Like there's so many things that the 49ers can do with versatility, right? And so that's going to be a plus for the 49ers. Here's the next draft pick that I thought would have been like, I'm, I didn't think he would fall. I thought I, I didn't even think he would be on the board this late. I'm not sure. Is it because he didn't play? He played every game. 
in 2021, if I'm not mistaken. But for some reason, he didn't get drafted high. But what he did have was a great-ass pro day and a decent combine. And I think that helped him. Uh, what it is with um, – I, I sent the link to my cousin, but he probably uh, dipped on out probably he got you. bed because he got work in the morning. But gotcha. uh, the thing with, with Castro Fields is uh, – and my cousin said it best tonight – is consistency. Okay. So he plays at a high level, but he he didn't play at a high level consistently. There were times where he put it all together and the light bulb was on and it clicked. And then there were other times where the light bulb wasn't on and you're like, who am I watching? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I love what my cousin said about that is that can be coached. Okay. Consistency and effort and understanding what you're doing, reading your keys and go, that stuff can be coached, you know, having pro bowl caliber ability, being able to play, you know, with the physical attributes that he has, that can't be coached. You can't coach speed. You can't coach aggressiveness. You can't coach, like you can't coach that. So he has all of the traits that cannot be coached. Now, if you take the things that can be coached to add it to what he has from a physical standpoint and the way he plays the game, my my cousin was like, was like, be on the lookout. Don't be surprised if this pick in the sixth round is a sleeper to be mm-hmm. a long-term option for us at cornerback, starting cornerback. Mm-hmm. Because he, he has it all there. And if he mm-hmm. gets to an NFL program – and he can get coached up to make sure that the light bulb is always on. Like the the motor, the effort, that's all there. But just sometimes it's like he has those mental lapses. And it's like you're not seeing the same player. Just, I don't know if he's second-guessing himself. I don't know what, what all of that is. But if he can get in the film room, stay in the film room, and get all of that stuff coached up to make sure that he's always on, he has all the physical gifts in the world to be a really, really good corner. I mean, 6'1", mm-hmm. 210, yeah. runs a 4'3", He can press. He can play off. He can bump and run. Mm-hmm. He can turn. He can come up and, and, and lay the boom if he needs to. Um, he, can, he can do it all. So as long as he can play with a little bit better consistency, he'll be fine. And this, my friends, is why you brought back a guy like Jason Verrett. Because if Jason Verrett can be that mentor to this young kid, that's what you're going to get. And if y'all love Jason Verrett, he's faster than Verrett. So, and he has the size, just like Verrett. So if y'all can, minus the injuries, hear what I'm saying, y'all. That's all I'm saying. Minus the injury history. So he just got, he just has to get that mentality. Remember how um, Ambry Thomas had to have that shake it off mentality? Yes. Yes. That, that. But the difference between him and Ambry, I think he has – I know Ambry went in, in the, what, the, the third round. The difference between him – Ambry, Ambry, in my opinion, was probably if, – if he would have played, he would have been like the top press man corner. So if that's what you were looking for, he would have been like top five at that. This kid does, does it all. So he has more skill set 
than than Ambry Thomas, in my opinion, because like you said, he could play zone, he could play man, he could play up, he can play off. Like he and he has the speed, just like Ambry. But Ambry is more of a just <laughs> you could try to get by me if you. I'm just going to jam you. But Ambry struggled when he played off coverage, right? And so that's where his struggles are. And so he had to learn how to allow the game to come to him. You know what I'm saying? And then he got better as he got more reps. So like you said, man, I think bringing in you resign Jason Verrett to a one year deal. Jason Verrett, we need you. It's more like a a, a coach. A coaching deal, like you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so and I, it, I actually I like this. He, I think he'll learn from Verrett. I think he'll learn from Mosley. Yep. And and one thing that I also think he learned, will he'll learn from is, uh, you talked about Nick Bosa learning and sharpening his skills going up against Trent Williams. I think. Oh, they got the Castro, wide receivers. I think yeah. Castro Fields, uh, he will learn going up against. Debo, if he's still here, going yep. up against Brandon a Danny Gray, going up against a Brandon Ayuk. Mm-hmm. And you got to also think that won't shy, make him, you know, afraid or he won't shy away from that challenge because this dude had to guard Jahan Dotson every day. In every day. Yeah. Every day. Every who, day. He had who's to a, guard Jahan who's a faster wide receiver than all the ones you just mentioned. And Sure hand catcher, like cat caught oh everything. Goodness. He caught everything. Everything so he had to go up against this guy in practice. And I'm sure Dotson got him a couple times. And I'm sure Castro Fields got Dotson a couple times. So, you know, it, again, it's the iron sharpening iron. So if he can come in, put it all together, you know, get get you know that skill sharpened up going up against Debo and Ayuk every day in practice. Castro Fields might surprise a lot of us. The cool thing is, my bro, he's going to have time. Listen, guys, make sure y'all subscribe to Mo's uh, Nose channel right here on YouTube. He's putting out his content, man. We would appreciate it if you just, you know, as soon as you finish, pull up another screen while you're still watching. Hit the click, click button. If Mariah could put the link inside the chat because she's an admin out there, please do so. I want everybody to subscribe to his channel. Fair, if y'all if y'all join us on YouTube, put it in here. Let's go. Let's get these joints. I want everybody subscribing to everybody's solo endeavors, man. That's what we do about. Here. You feel me? So, That's exactly um, what we do. Um, you asked the Remelia Sports Cast to tell you what they thought of their draft. So they okay. did. They said Love Draft and cornerback Troy Hill coming back after trading. Um, okay, to Brown's big alignment, Bruss running back Kyron Williams. Good. He was bed. on the board. Right. Wasn't he on the board mm-hmm. before we Logan drafted Ty? Logan yes. Bruss was on the board before exactly. Ty Davis Price. Um, love cornerback Dakobe Durant runs four three eight forty twelve picks in college. Deion Sanders is high on him. Yeah, so twelve picks in college. And then they also said, um, "I really like our draft. Les Need has uncanny ability to find good talent that fits our schemes in the late That's rounds. Hopefully, it continues." That's a good point. Y'all, y'all know he's not lying. It, it, like we don't right. like the Rams, but he's not lying about Les Need. That's why they that's why they do what they do with free agents. They sign them. Then yep. they grab certain players that they know is going to be like vital to their organization. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they find if this is this is their that's their mode. It works for them. The 49ers are kind of taking a little bit of that, right? Like they, right. they, they're getting their pillar players, they're paying them their money, and then they're going and drafting mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. They're drafting like the same type of skill set of players that they're already paying. So that way, once those players weave out. They put the new ones right back in and then boom, 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 right. boom. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So um, let's get to we didn't talk about Kalia Davis because we talked about him earlier. He was the pick right, right. before Castro Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't skip him. If you go back and watch the show, you'll see him there. Yep. We're just going for time purposes. But Brock Purdy. I got this one. You got hey. it. 
because I have something to say. So I'm sorry, draft experts, but I have something to say. Mm -hmm. This apparently is supposed to be Trey Lance's replacement. I mean, because because aren't you guys seeing that like all over Twitter? I didn't people see that. Are saying that 49ers are not happy with Trey Lance, so therefore that's why they chose. Uh, are you it kidding me? Dumbest, dumbest thing that I have ever heard of. You wow. do realize that the 49ers have to have depth on this team. They also just have to bring a quarterback so they can see what they have. Trey Lance, whether you guys like it or not is eventually going to start for the San Francisco 49ers. It's going to happen. So uh, this craziness that, that, that people are putting out here, right, how, exactly. How, how, I got a question, Peachy. Hold on. How come y'all don't go after them motherfuckers? Now I'm cussing, right? I'm not bleeping hey. nothing out. They say that. I say Debo still wants to be traded. I got 300, like, stabs, Right. This person says that Brock is the future. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm sorry for saying the MF word. I don't understand what it is. I don't get it. First you of all, I, this guy as Mr. Irrelevant, and you think that he is going to replace a first round draft pick. I've seen it. I, here, here. I just had to call it out because it's absolutely ridiculous. You need someone in camp I'm that can throw, you know, and do whatever. Now, Brock Purdy is a little bit mobile. I can see him being third string behind um, Trey Lance. Um, what's the Nate um, Suffield? Um, Nate Suffield. Mm -hmm. I can see um, him being third. I can also see him winding up on that damn practice squad. Until we actually need the whatever, because if he's Mr. Irrelevant, that means there wasn't no team interested in him. And I actually just did something that Mo's always does. I went and looked up to see where he was projected to go. He was mm -hmm. projected to be an undrafted free agent. Mm -hmm. A lot of so a lot of the quarterbacks were right. So I mean, it's hilarious because what has been the narrative all this season? This is not the year to really get a quarterback next year is the year if you want to draft a quarterback not this year so the fact that you even had that out there they were literally putting it out there for everyone so that they would absolutely know you know mm -hmm. um, i like this because of pushback now right it is but it's not pushback it's just it's just a statement the, the 49ers are not six one um, the 49ers are like right. he's not a Trey Lance replacement so all of you who don't want Trey Lance to be the Th starter this is what I get. I'm sorry the 49ers have given up everything to get this quarterback they literally have told you that they're planning on him starting so I mean I'm just like there's no other way to say it it just aggravated me so bad Okay. Because I'm like, really? So now this is where we're at. I Mr. Think, Relevant is going to be our starter. Come I on. think Peachy, the only reason why. <laughs> so I did my research on him too. Matter of fact, I I called this pick on live air, on live on the John Chapman live. So it's gonna be a quarterback. It's gonna be this guy. And Mose, you and I have been mocking quarterbacks with them last picks. We we went through a few of them. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it only made sense. And it was what Peachy said. We need a practice squad guy, right? Because Jimmy is and Jimmy, Jimmy might be on this roster, but he won't play. 
Like, so I want y'all to understand that. Like, they're not going to play him and jeopardize him because they want something for him. They want to get value for him. So Jimmy's going to clear. He's going to do all that stuff. And and nine times out of ten, y'all, he's going to be gone the latest by the trade deadline. At the latest. Because there's going to be a quarterback team, less team. There's going to be a team that needs a quarterback, right? And they're going to have to do nothing but give the Kings ransom for the 49ers because they go, they're going to be competing. Now, if it's a team that sucks, they probably just say, hey, bump it. We'll get the quarterback in the draft next year. But if it's a team that's competing and it happens every year, it might not happen because we're trying to move Jimmy Garoppolo, but it happens every year. The team's going to need a quarterback. And so that's when you'll see Jimmy get moved by the trade deadline. And then, you know what I'm saying? And then he'll get his money. He won't get that full 27 and a half million either because he would have missed games. Right. And so I think that's what's going to come down to when it comes to Jimmy. But here is what I researched. This kid is Jimmy Garoppolo esque, yo, with with the arm, though. He has a better Mm -hmm. arm. He's a way better arm. That's why you saw Nick Mullins 2.0. That's what it is. You're going to get more. You're going to get the Jimmy before the injury out of this kid. Now, here's the cool thing. Uh we got to ban this from the thing because I felt I like that it. was that was coming up on John Chapman's and and, and it must was it was coming up on um, NBN this weekend too. Really? Yeah. Okay. So let, let's 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 get that. We don't need that in here, man. I was in okay. Vegas and I turned all that stuff down, so we don't need it here. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, when you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo and you look at Brock Purdy, they kind of have like some of the same measurables, right? And so I think that's where a lot of people was coming off of saying like, oh. Kyle wants that. No, 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 no. Like Peachy said, <laughs> Kyle wants the quarterback. He traded two first round picks and a swap of another first Absolutely. round pick to get. And and that's what Kyle wants because he said it. And if y'all don't pay attention to what Kyle says, Kyle said, I need a quarterback that could do this, this, and this right after he got his ass whipped by Josh Allen. He was really looking for Josh. He was really telling the Bills, you can give me Josh. And we, we know what I'm saying. So instead he went and found a Trey Lance. And that's what it was, Joe. And so Kyle got his QB. Peachy, you said uh, at some point he's going to be starting. Trey Lance is starting. There's no question about it. Trey Lance will start week one of the, for the 49ers in 2022, right? He absolutely will. And, guys, if you don't realize this, the reason why the 49ers are acting like they're that they don't mind holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo is just to up his trade value. Because the more that you say <laughs> that you want a team um, – I'm sorry. The more that you say that you want your player – the more that teams, whenever a quarterback goes down, because it happens every year, the desperation comes out and you're able to get more than expected. So yeah. that's why the 49ers like, we ain't got no problem holding on to him. Like we can hold on to him all year long and that's whatever. So that just causes the teams to, to you know, give up more, especially because in 2023, we do not have a first round pick. Or I don't I'm not sure how, how the second rounder goes, but the whole nine y- yards is that the teams are more apt to do something bigger than they would normally do because they they'll be desperate for a quarterback. Save that for an article. Desperation. Desperado Absolutely. is going to be coming out soon. As soon as Jimmy clears the physical and the, and the team needs a quarterback. I, I can see it happening. It's it's common sense to what they're trying to do. Uh, they pretty much came out and said Trey was going to be starting without saying it. It's it's kind of, you know, what it is. So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be good, man. But shout out to all the draft picks. The 49ers signed 14 unrestricted free agents, y'all. 14. And I think some of the some of the unrestricted free agents 
probably should have been draft picks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Amen to that. I did a show earlier on Donovan West. Is yes. he a diamond in a rough, yo? That was like, a great show, by the way. <laughs> yes. Like, guys, come on, man. Even Leon O'Neal Jr., yo. Yes. That kid is yes. you, Mose. What did you say Kyle Shanahan is drafting this year? Dogs? Dogs. That's a dog. Dogs. That's a dog, yeah. yo. Like and that's dogs. what you want. You want dogs. Like, it's look, man, this is going to be the year of the doggy style. No, you ain't got you. <laughs> Pause. <Yeah. laughs> Well, we out, man. We out. Listen, man. It's been yeah, a real it's time struggle. to go. It's, it's time, time to go, go. man. That's 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 way better. Yes, we're glad. We're glad that um Jason read his bag. A lot of people like yeah. that Jason Poe signing dog. That's another dog. That's another dog kid out of Mercer, man. Listen, it's gonna be crazy, guys. We love y'all. Final thoughts and keep them short because we go home. Okay. Um, yeah, same, just to piggyback off that, man. Um, I really, really, really like Jason Poe and I think he's gonna, he's gonna do some damage. So I know we'll probably get into those, uh, UDFAs yeah. a bit deeper next week. Or, or For probably, sure. But, um, yeah, yeah. Excited. Excited sure. about the offseason. For sure. Our front office does it every year. Every year we go in the draft with our own expectations and they and they throw us a few curveballs and we're like, why did we do that? But we got to remember, we fell in love with George Kittle, fifth round pick. We fell in love with Fred Warner, third round pick. We fell in love with Elijah Mitchell. These guys understand what they want and what they need for this team in their scheme. And we may not see it, but somehow, some way it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but... Sometimes it does. And when it works, it really works. Uh, so this is the class that we have. Everybody should be excited about the class. Um, it's up to the players now to show up, improve, and, and to make a name for themselves and, and make this roster and, and carve out a role for themselves. But um, I'm excited for who we have. Um, and I'm excited just to see the competition. That's what it's all about. Facts. Competition, make each other stronger. Let's go out and win some games. Roo, roo, roo. Peachy, take us home. I just want to thank everyone in the chat for tuning in. You guys hung with us for a while, and we really, really appreciate it. You guys were active. You were live. There was some great comments in there. Um, sorry we didn't get to everyone's comments, but you guys, like, all weekend long, uh, you guys have been rolling with us, kind of following the Nitty Gritty crew, like where they were sparsed out. So we really appreciate all your support for Wayne Breezy. This weekend, I feel like Thank that it was very, very successful this weekend. Thank you for the support from me and Mo's on NBN and everything like that. You guys were just awesome. Guys, just think about it. In the NFC West, we don't have to face Russell Wilson. What about that? And But I will give you some bad news, though. I do think that they're going to put the 49er games with the Cardinals after D-Hop comes back, and I'm done. <laughs> Man, if the computer fits out, okay. If the, if the computer does that, then we gotta blow up that computer. We gotta fight. They gotta get it's some rigged. new computers. Yeah, it's that's rigged. what I'm trying to say. You know that. You know what I'm trying to say. Because there's no way this dude dropped the bomb. He out for PEDs for six games. Now the, the schedule come out in, in ten days, and now our games and are we, after we the played, first. We played him in week twelve and week. And then, 
You know. Nah, we'll play them in week seven and week eight, like back to back. Like, oh yeah, that's how we gonna do it. All right, <laughs> I, I do. Going to. Right, I gotta ask this question because because um, Ken Martin was Ken. Ken, are you the one that told us to watch Jason Poe? Somebody told us to watch film on Jason Poe. Somebody right. kept asking about Jason Poe. So if this is, I think it was Ken, if I'm not mistaken, and if it's Ken. Kudos to you, bro. If it wasn't Ken and whoever it was, I want to send my shots outs to whatever because I had no idea who it was. Because every time we did a mock draft, somebody was watching this show and they said, Yo, check out Jason Poe. Now, he didn't get drafted, right. but he's still a 49er. That's and that, true. that credit goes to you guys. All right. Can we, we get a late buy? We need a week 12 buy for once, That's damn right. it. That's right. We definitely need need a buy later than whatever like we had last year. This we got to figure out what we're going to do for that show. We're going to have to do some type of cross-platform, mm -hmm. maybe put all the big wigs on the same yeah. joint. Like me, I mean, us, John, nothing but Niners, and, and maybe one more and just stream <laughs> like at the same time because everybody's going to be doing that show right and i want and all of our reactions shout out to john chapman yeah also for holding it down this weekend Him oh my gosh Ruby, man. they killed it yo this weekend had a john, great turnout and everything they had so much fun so shout out to chapman john like john real. is a john is a grandma mo or grandma mo or whatever you want to call him joins a grandma he's a he's a yeah, my mom, that's Larry Johnson. John is an animal. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, he's just an animal, damn it. I was trying to make up a word, but he's an animal. Uh, look, I respect everything that man does. John is a content creator, but he's also a, um, what do you call P. Diddy? What was P. Diddy? A promoter. Like, he, like I watched him, like, just, just promoting and, and, and putting shows together. Like, that was dope, yo. So, shout out to John. And 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 the group, they they put something really, really good together for the fans and for everybody that came out. That was dope, man. Um, we was out there, Cooperative Network, John Chapman, uh, Chrissy was there. Uh, shout out to them, my man. Um, oh my god, Brian was there. There were so many people. I met another Brian. So I had two Brian's on one show, it was so dope, man. And and so guess what, guys? We we got an inside guy now. You know what right. I'm saying? We got an inside guy for whenever we need the picks because I was giving Peachy picks mm. way ahead of the picks. And so mm. now we got we got to connect. So I I got a source, y'all. So we got a motherfucking source on nitty gritty. So don't come at us with that weak shit, man. We out, y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. <laughs> keep it nitty gritty, man. Coming at us, talking about we need sources. We got sources, you mother scums. Peace, y'all. Peace. Got it here. We appreciate your love and support on this podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for watching.